A guy is walking along the pier one day when he comes across an old man with his shoes off, trousers rolled up, legs dangling in the sea, and fishing with an imaginary rod. The guy's confused, so he asks, What are you doing? The old man replies, Fishing for idiots. Sounds good, says the guy. Can I join you? The old man, Of course. Sit down. So the guy sits down and casts an imaginary rod out. Then he asks the old man, So, how many idiots have you caught today then? The old man replies, you're the third this morning. You're listening to the Smackdown Outdoors podcast. What's up, everybody? How are you? Smackdown Outdoors Podcast. I'm the host, Doug Glimmerveen. Just an idiot with a microphone, a camera, and a dream. I saw that joke and I said, hey, I have to use that one. Well, because apparently they're fishing for me. On today's program, I've got Mr. Travis Soroki in the building. I fish against him. Um, well, I used to fish against him anyway <clears throat> in the AIM Weekend Walleye Series. He's a pretty avid fisherman. And uh, we discuss a new program that uh, in Wright County, Minnesota, they've got a program that's running right now. It's a, a kind of a uh, exploratory program on invasive species. What you have to do is if you fish one of these three lakes that they have, you have to go to another spot. Uh, I believe uh, in Annandale and uh, get your boat checked before you can go back to that lake. And then if you go to one of those other three lakes, you have to go back into Annandale, even if it's the same day, to get your boat checked again and then go back out. Well, they're looking to expand this program. Um, and actually, I have some uh, some news on this because we recorded this a couple weeks ago and the DNR came out and denied the expansion. Now, I'm not sure if it denied the whole program, period, if it shut down the whole program or not. That news is still to come. But if you're out there and you fish those uh, those lakes out in Wright County, you're not going to have to worry about the expansion. Um, just double check with those three lakes, which we name everything and talk about everything in the podcast. Um, it's And here's the thing. It's not that we're against getting our boats checked. It's just the way that they're doing this is not, not kosher with everybody. There's many different ways they could go about this, uh, especially as we explain in the podcast. The, the Basically, all the roads going out to these lakes are under construction this year. So, um, yeah. That's about it. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, I was at the Night with the Pros at the Fishing Museum and Hall of Fame. We're not going to do a Master Angler this week because we actually did this episode in my boat and I didn't have my computers with me. But uh, was I was at the Night with the Pros there at the Minnesota Fishing Museum and Hall of Fame in Little Falls. And that was a great time. Raised some money for the uh, Fishing Museum and Hall of Fame and, you know, met some people. It was kind of weird because... Apparently, you know, I, they thought me, you know, enough of me is to be a pro. And I had my own table where, you know, I kind of had to entertain people and whatnot. And, and, uh, but it was fun. It was just, you know, kind of strange for me. It's like, hey, I'm not really a pro, but I, you know, it is what it is. It was a great time. And once again, if you guys are ever in the Little Falls, Minnesota area, please stop by 
the fishing museum. Okay, if you're on 10, it's just a couple minutes off. Go check it out. Get back on on 10 there. Uh, not much of a, de- a detour, really. Uh, yeah, and support it because it's a it's a really cool place to look at a lot of old stuff, um, the history of fishing, you know. And, uh, yeah, they bring us our Master Angler of the Week. So you got to keep them going, all right? I think that's about all I got for now. Uh, here is the episode. Like I said, it's not that we're against checking, you know, your boat and clean and drain and dry and all that stuff. It's just the way that they were going about this. Really, well, there's so many other things that we could do. So don't get, you know, don't get it confused. We want to do what we can to keep these invasives, you know, out of lakes that don't have it. Slow the effect of it, I guess. Um you know, invasive species, it's kind of, it's a very, it's kind of like CWD. <laughs> Are we finding it because we're looking for it? Has it, some of them already been there? Um, are we going to stop it? You know, there's so many questions that are just unanswered that, you know, it's, it's kind of tricky. So anyway, so without further ado, here is the episode. Oh, and by the way, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. All right, cool. Thank you. All right, here we go. All right, everybody. We are here with Mr. Travis, and I hope I say this name right because I've never actually heard it said. Soroki? Soroki is correct. Yes, sir. Perfect. All right. Um, today we are in my new studio, as a matter of fact. If you want to watch the video version, we are in my brand new boat. I said it, I said to heck with it. It's nice out. Sun's out. Makes for a good studio. Absolutely. You change, know, change of pace. Feels like we're fishing already. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're just trolling. Should I should I throw in the the rod holders? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably feel put, a little bit better. You put know, some, put some rods out. I definitely have uh, been known to troll a few crankbaits here and there. Yeah. <laughs> I can show you my crankbait collection later. Yeah. Um, today, and actually, it's a kind of fitting conversation that we're in a boat. We're going to be talking about aquatic aquatic invasive species and some new regulations that are going on in Wright County. So, I will let you go ahead with it and kind of let everybody knows what's going on. And we are outside, so that's a plane above us, so don't worry about it. But, uh, yeah, have at it. Let people know what you're here for and what's going on. All right. Um, what's been going on in Wright County for the last couple of years uh, is a pilot program, basically, that was started by the county and Uh, a few lake associations that got together. And it's basically the lakes of uh, West Sylvia, East Sylvia, which a lot of us uh, younger people knew it as like Sylvia Twin Lake. And then um, Pleasant Lake, uh, pretty much right in the town of Annandale and John Lake. And they've got together and uh, basically made an ordinance uh, where you have to get your boat inspected at a remote site in Annandale, which is kind of off of Highway 55 back in uh, an industrial park, basically, back there, before you can launch your boat on any of those three lakes. And now what they've done uh, with this pilot program, uh, this year they want to add six more lakes to that. And expand the pilot program and we're talking about uh maple lake uh cedar lake sugar lake granite lake uh moses lake and i'm missing one 
but um, I don't know the names of them all. That's why I had you here. Yeah. You're much smarter. I'm an idiot with a microphone, oh, no, a I, camera, and a I'll dream. My, right. So I have people smarter than me in these right, situations. Right, right. So okay, so uh, <laughs> we got notes here. That's yeah, why we do this. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. So it, um, Bass Lake. I forget that one. That one's right, oh, yeah, right Lake, next yep. to Clearwater. I I don't get on that one that much. So that's why. How I kinda, many Bass Lakes are there? It's like Long Lake because there's yeah. one just down the road here on Bass Lake. Long road. Lake, Round Lake. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we got to start instead of like taking away names, you know, like Calhoun and whatnot, and this and that, and blah blah blah. Right. Let's start renaming lakes that you know have twelve or a hundred and. I think long is like 120. Yeah, I, I think you're right around there. Let's start pelican renaming lake, some yeah. of these things. Yeah, pelican. <laughs> there was like, oh, there's giant fish and pelican. Well, which one? Right, exactly. Because I know one used to have them. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, with this pilot, again, they want you to go, before you fish these lakes, they want you to go into the town of Annadale and get these things inspected. And for you know, sportsman anglers and, and weekend warriors and stuff like that, it's not really convenient to do. I mean, I, I can, for right now, from my house in St. Cloud, I can be at Sugar Lake in probably 25 minutes. But before now, if this does go through, I would have to go get my boat inspected and then basically double back, probably almost tripling my time to go to Sugar Lake. Right. You know, like right. my, my natural way. Yep. Um, I have absolutely zero problem getting any of my stuff inspected at any time. I mean, right. you, you and I, yeah. I mean, we fish the AIM series and stuff. We go through inspections quite often. Oh, you yeah. know, it, it's. And we, we should probably say we are not, just so everybody's clear, we're not against the inspections. Oh, we're just no. against no, no. certain things of basically how it's being done. Correct. Yeah. I mean, if you, you want to talk, you want to look at. You know, the future of fishing. You know, you have basically a decline in license sales in the last decade, right? But now there is a big boom of high school anglers and there's there's kind of been a little resurgence in in the last year or so with the student angling tournament trail. And one of the reasons that I've kind of, you know, taken a vested interest in this this whole Wright County thing is East and West Sylvia Lake would be a fantastic lake to host a high school event on. They spent a bunch of money, probably 15, 20 years ago, expanded the parking lot down there. Uh, You can park probably 75 rigs right in the immediate area down there. Uh, The lake is chock full of bass. You know, yeah, uh, once that, in a yes, while, yes, yeah, one, yes. Once in a while, I do get a little bored and want to go catch bass, so I, I get he, out there. He's a, he's a walleye guy, by the way. He's a walleye. We so, actually fished against each other in the AIM Weekend Walleye Series, so yeah. yeah. So like once in a while, I you know I go down there and fish for fun, and I mean, the the cool thing about uh, Sylvia Lake down there is it's a, a very vast fishery. I mean, you have deep water weed fish, you have deep water rock fish, you have shallow fish, you have dock fish. Uh, it would be a, a really great lake in that aspect to put these high school anglers on yeah. you know but now we would have to go to have try them all to go to town get right. inspected now, come back out now they have said that if we were to hold an event like that they would get the inspector you know in a station and stuff like that at the access all right okay that is a provision. I mean, that's there, but nobody has done it. You know, I mean, I fished this lake for years uh, on a Wednesday night bass league out of St. Cloud. And well, I fished a lot of the lakes, Sugar Lake, Cedar Lake, um, you know, a, a lot of the core St. Cloud lakes and Sylvia 
I, I still want to call it Sylvia Twin, but East and West Sylvia. Um, it's Sylvia Twin from here on out. <laughs> speaking of names, we're keeping it Sylvia Twin. Right. If you don't know what Sylvia Twin is, well, then good. Stay off the lake. Right. <laughs> so the, the interesting part about this whole inspection process is the fact that they want you to get inspected before you fish the lake. And all of these lakes already had some aquatic invasive species in them prior to this pilot program, right? right? Uh, you know, we're going from everything from milfoil, curly leaf pondweed, again, which we talked about a little bit off here that, you know, isn't really discussed, but it is an invasive zebra mussels. They were in there. And they still do not have an exit inspection. Okay. Which is more almost more important than an entrance inspection because if you're dragging stuff out of the lake they should make sure that you get the stuff off your boat off your rig until before you go to the next lake 100 percent correct yeah i you know it's it's things like that that are you know a little bit bothersome for me as you know an avid sportsman and angler i mean i i take great pride in the appearance of my equipment i make sure everything is clean, drained, dried, disposed of if you have live bait. Um, and and a lot of the sportsman anglers do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I it, it's it's a very slippery slope what, what's happening in Wright County because you are going to find if this thing succeeds that it is going to want to expand. Right. right. Well, and that's, that's, yeah, that is definitely a dangerous thing. Now, there are some states, I don't know if it's Colorado or whatever, where you get inspected for, like, that lake. Something like that. Um, there are a couple states, like out west, uh, where basically when you're coming into the state, just like a way station for a truck, you pull over and you get your boat inspected. Yeah. You know, and you go through the rig. But once you're in the state, you're fine. Oh, okay. All right. You know, so... There are things like that. Um, you know, supposedly now with uh, the new six lakes that they want to add, they wrote a little provision in there about um, a program available for... UPS guy. Hey, UPS guy. Nothing for me today? Okay, no, fine. No Northland stuff? No? No, I already got my order. <laughs> I'll show you the long shank fireballs later if you haven't already oh, seen Oh, yeah, them. I got a few of them All already. All right, cool. Good job. Um, <laughs> So I told you we don't really, it's, right. you know, we just have fun. So um, the whole inspection process, it, it's it's kind of, it's tricky. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I understand it. I get it. There is a need, but it shouldn't inconvenience the sportsman angler. I mean, right. if I only got three hours to go fishing after work and I'm going to take my, you know, son, daughter, and neighbor out or whatnot, um, I'm not going to be going to those lakes. Right. I'm going to fish where I can maximize my time. Yes. So, again, what's going to happen is it's going to put a lot of pressure on some other lakes where yep. I don't have to get inspected in that core area, you know, around the, the St. Cloud area, you know. Um, it's 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 a difficult thing. I mean, I understand it. Right. I don't like it, you know. Well, you know, like we said, we it's... Not that we don't want to get inspected. Right. I don't care if they want to inspect my boat. That's fine because maybe they can help me figure out a better way to inspect it myself. Right. Make sure everything's off the boats and whatnot. But for me to have to go, and now 55. Under construction go, is this be summer. Under construction this summer. So right. for me to go out there, 
now I got to go basically around 94 and down and all this other stuff for some back way in there to get there in time. And we're talking a half hour before sunup is when they open it. Yes, sir. And you know there's going to be a giant line there. Mm -hmm. So if I want to go fishing in the morning, I have to get out there, we'll say, you know, that's 7 o'clock. I have to get there probably by 6. Yep. Fight the construction all the way out there. Right. And then go fish. Meanwhile, I missed the, the, good, the morning bite. Yep. And then if I want to go to a different lake. Right. You got to go back to Annandale. Yep. Get inspected again. Yep. To go to another lake. Yep. Yeah. Now, I, where I lost my train of thought um, before was they they are putting a provision in uh, the new basically bylaws for this ordinance. If if these other six lakes get passed by the DNR April fifteenth is when they have to decide on this. Um, they are putting a provision in there for the angler sportsman person you know because I, I don't want to leave out the people that you know water ski jet ski right, and stuff right. like that yeah. um and those are included right jet skis and absolutely everything? Okay. everybody anybody entering okay. the lake needs to, yes <laughs> anybody hey, entering the lake but uh they are entering they are uh, putting a provision on there that uh you can take a class now they haven't said if it's going to be online or at a public place and get certified that you know what aquatic invasive species are and you will take uh, basically responsibility for your boat. I, right? talk, I talked to my buddy today and it was online and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you take it and then you're caught with weeds on your boat to find doubles? That I didn't know. Okay. I, that, yeah, so that's, that's, what that was, was, that's what he was telling me. He said, yeah, you take the class <laughs> saying that, you know, you know how to clean and drain and dry and da 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 da. Right. So then, if you're caught with weeds on your boat driving down the road or whatever, right. your fine actually doubles. I hadn't heard that, but no. what I do know for fact is, you know, we're at, we're sitting April third today. Yeah. There is nothing, zero zip nada, no test questions, no <laughs> decals. Of course not. No, you know, how much is it going to cost? I mean, it, this class isn't going to be free. Of course not. But yet I can go fish any other lake in the state of Minnesota, be a responsible angler, have my plug out of the boat, show up, no weeds on the trailer, launch my boat right. without issue. Yeah. Okay. Now they're going to mandate that I take this class and get this certification, whatever it is, one, why would I have to pay, you know, to do something I already do, you know? And why, do, why do we pay fishing licenses? I'm confused. Well, I mean, I get the fishing <laughs> license part, you know, because I'm going to yeah. do that. But, but I, I mean, mean, why do we pay fishing licenses if all of a sudden now they're going to make us take a class to right. fish and that we have to pay for that class too? Right. Yeah. Well, huh? Yeah, it's it's kind of a it's a goofy deal the way they have it. And I mean, if if anybody remembers this whole great uh, Minlars thing that we've gone oh, through. Oh, Jesus. I, I literally, I, I... I lucked out. Well, see, I, I just got, literally two weeks ago, I got uh, brand new license plates for my truck. Yeah. I sent off for them in December. December, January, right. February, Okay. Right. Now, luckily, what? I have a few vehicles to drive, but I've, yeah. I've had that vehicle parked because I did not have license. Yeah. Well, we, we got the car, the the Explorer here. Yep. And I don't think we had to wait too long to get that. My driver's license and her new driver's license, I think she's renewed. But anyway, that didn't take too long. Um, 
I'm sitting here in this boat now thinking, huh, I wonder if they're all caught up now. Right? <laughs> I'm yeah. taking my boat out regardless. Right. So Well, you I got hope, your little temporary permit. Yeah. Right. And guess what? Yeah, it's good. expired, officer. I <laughs> obviously don't have the new one. Right. Call your people. Right. Yeah. And talk to them. Yeah. My, my people got it all done. Yeah. My pe- I'm good. <laughs> I did my job. My right. people did my job. Exactly. How about your people? Yeah. But yeah. No. I, yeah. I, I get it because- Every time they implement something new or some new program and all this stuff, right. there's always glitches galore. Right. And and again, now, like the, the Department of Natural Resources, I mean, they have, you know, a huge undertaking in this. And I mean, you know, basically you're either going to make a bunch of sportsmen and women in the state of Minnesota upset if you add these other six lakes into this pilot program, yeah. or you're going to upset several lake associations, you know, so it, it's... It's complex. It, it's yes. complicated. The one thing that I will say about, you know, the the lakes, you know, that are currently in the pilot program, East and West Sylvia, Pleasant and John, that I know this happens. You have a public access on your property or you have an access, I, I should say, not a public access. Oh. You have an access yep. on your property. Yep. You I and know, I, you I know and where I, you're going with this one. You and I are buddies. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know. Yep. Come on out, Doug. I mean, the the bass are really biting out here. Uh, you know what? You can launch at the public access. Give me a call. I'll come get grab your rig and park it over at my place. Or, you know, better yet, why don't you just use my access, leave your trailer in my yard and stuff like that. Right. You can just come here and fish. And if the DNR doesn't know where that, you know, where that boat and that trailer are, or that truck and trailer are, how do they check you out 100 percent yeah i mean once your boat's out there it's out there right how do they know yeah it's no maybe that boat was at that dock the entire summer and they've already been checked whatever right you know it's was that another thing to do homeowners have to get their boats checked and how is that going to be proven if if they're if i if i remember this right if they are out of the water for x period of days or whatever they can just put them back in they don't i mean your docks and stuff like that you don't have to get them inspected by anybody right but i mean their boats do they have to get them inspected in the beginning of the year i don't or believe if they put them in i that i don't know 100 i do not know that one so if i'm a homeowner what i can do is i can go fish in whatever lake i want and then go dump my boat in that lake without getting checked because i'm a homeowner perhaps hmm. possibly we're guessing we don't know yeah another question hey dnr answer that one <laughs> <laughs> But, I, you know, if, if you want to talk about, like, you know, aquatics, you know, we've discussed this kind of off the air. It's like some of them we, we don't even really acknowledge anymore. I mean, milfoil has been in Minnesota since the late 80s, yep. right? And, I mean. Every it, lake's got it, and we just fish with it or just I, swim with it or whatever. We don't care right. anymore. Nobody cares. Right. I Except mean, it, for the sign at the, at the launch. This lake's got milfoil. Right. Well, it, they all do. It gets kind of a nuisance weed, especially right. around our area, the, you know, the, the metro, the St. Cloud area and stuff like that. There's, I think I'd be hard-pressed to name a lake that doesn't have milfoil that, you know, I spend any time on anyway. Um, no idea. Same thing with, like, zebra mussels. I mean, they've kind of taken off and i mean basically a lot of this stuff i mean milfoil can kind of be tracked back to a a late 80s bass tournament that was held on minnetonka that's kind of how that is Mm. assumed to have gotten here um you know other invasives like uh zebra mussels and uh um you know some of the other uh aquatics you know uh curly leaf pondweed um, 
uh, Flowering Rush, you know, the Gobies and all that stuff. I mean, that, that all comes in from the Great Lakes on, you yeah. know, big tankers and stuff like that. So once, you know, that stuff gets into Superior, you know, it goes into the St. Louis River, you know, gets you know, into the Mississippi and, and all one, those little oh feeder yeah. creeks, you know, and, yep. and what have we just dealt with here now with uh, some major flooding down in the Mississippi? Right. So now that's right. going to go right. into some right. of the right. backwaters, which is going to go to there and to yep. there. And, you know, I mean, it's a, the problem with invasive species is you're not going to get rid of it anytime soon. No, you just try to slow it down. Right. And if you're going to try to slow it down, come up with a good plan that isn't going to uh, going to affect this, you know, people more than necessary. Right. You know, for me to have to go to Annandale to get checked and then go fishing. And then if I want to go to a different lake, I go back to Annandale and go fishing. Yeah, I'm probably not going to go to many of those lakes. Right. I mean, it's just it's a waste of my time. I know too many other lakes with too good fishing. Yeah. And I mean, you know, so in I, that area. Right. That they're not even checking. I mean, if you're going to do it, just block off Wright County and every lake in that county. Get it over with. That's kind of the way it's... Just do it. <laughs> Screw it. I mean, if you're going to do one, do them all. Right. You know? So how did... Where did it... Who started it or who came up with this idea to do this program? Uh, it was basically the the Lake Association um, that was on Sylvia... Uh, East and West Sylvia Lake okay. is, is my... Uh, basically take on what I've heard, you know, and then they got neighboring John Lake and Pleasant Lake involved in this. And, um, you know, the interesting thing about this whole inspection process is during when this will be the third year of the pilot program, uh, during that time, Pleasant Lake, which was actually the, the closest lake to the remote, you know, decontamination station mm -hmm. gained starry stonewort. Well, how did that happen if it's under this program? Well, I, you know, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, that that's one of those things. Now, I, people will say, well, it was in there prior to. Okay. Maybe. Well, do we know that for a fact? No. No. Well, no, we're, we're, yeah. we're guessing. Yeah, we're guessing. Okay. You know. Um, well, there's starry stormwort in my bird, my bird bath out back. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll find it. Maybe we won't. Now, interesting enough... Like on, on the the research that I did before coming on here, that Starry Stonewort wasn't like discovered, you know, like in Superior or any of the tributaries or whatever. First time that I seen it mentioned as discovered, uh, even on the, the DNR's website, was in 2015 on Lake Coronas. Okay. You know, and... Coronas is a, a, a good fishing lake. Again, it has... Don't tell them that. Don't <laughs> tell them that. I was planning on fishing that day. Shh, shh, quiet. Shh. There's no fish in that lake. Don't, don't fish by the islands. No. 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 And don't pull don't. Five, number five shad wraps. Shh, don't stop, stop it. it. Stop it. But um, stop. That, that lake does have... <laughs> we blow so many different things on this show. It's hilarious. I've gotten a few few messages going, why, did you, why didn't you edit that out? I'm like, because I don't care. I don't care. So, um, you know... It's it's interesting why, how how did it get to little old Lake Coronas? I mean, it, it's a good fishing lake. It's okay. not a extremely popular fishing lake. Um, how did it show up in little old Stearns County? Now, where was it known before that? Basically, you know, down south. Okay, like down like the southern states. Ding 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 okay. ding. Yeah, I hear banjos. <laughs> right, so. That's what what I what I have seen, you know. And now it the the core area basically, I haven't figured this one out. 
if if you look, I think there's around 20 lakes now that are considered infested with starry stonewort, and they're basically Beltrami County, which is you know the Bemidji area yep, up, yep. you know Red Lake and whatnot, and Stearns County, Wright County, and down here like you know Hennepin and a couple other of the smaller metro counties down here mm-hmm. that have this. So I. I, to me, I, I can't see it as like an angler or a recreational person. Some of the lakes that Starry Stoneward is on, that we would be the ones responsible for transporting this. Yeah. Well, like we had talked about before we started. Right. Um, how did it end up? How did it end up in Coronas from the southern states? Was it one, probably bass fisherman that brought it here, or was it a bird? Well, like a I, duck? Yes. Could that migrates down the Mississippi flyway? Uh, I don't know. Which the Mississippi has pretty much every known aquatic invasive in it. I've seen zebra mussels attached to ducks. Right. What do I know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but we'll just blame the bass guys and the walleye guys or right. fishermen in general, whatever. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's Like I said, we're not going to get rid of invasive species. It's going to get worse. We're going we're gonna to find new ones. Absolutely. We're going to find new ones. Yes. What we need to do and what we are doing. And that's the thing is that, like you had said earlier, we're becoming better at it because we're being ingrained with clean, drain, dry, clean, drain, dry. And the younger generation, they're more, you know, they're they're learning it as they're growing up. So, you know, the old timers, they're still kind of like, okay, fine, just so I don't get a ticket. The younger crowd, they're doing it because they know the ramifications. They've been taught the ramifications of having all these invasive species. So we're going to slow it. I don't think we're ever going to end it. We're never going to get rid of them all. Right. I, I you know, totally agree with I you. I just don't. Nobody's come up with a. Nobody's come up with a way to get rid of milfoil. No, and that's been around forever. Yeah. You nobody know? comes up with a way to get rid of milfoil, for God's sakes. How are we going to get rid of story, starry stonewort, zebra mussels, and the likes of everything else? Well, the the interesting thing about zebra mussels, I mean, and it's it's going on on Mille Lacs Lake, which you and I spend a lot of time mm-hmm. out of Mille Lacs. You know, I think last year, I, you know, I, I was, you know, I sold my boat like in the end of August, but I, I probably had like 25, 26 trips on Mille Lacs. To, to date before I sold my boat. That's why you beat the pants off of us. You no. fish out there, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how'd you do in that tournament, by the way? Terrible. Like did you? mid mid pack. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, we were up. like we were like mid nineties. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> it, we, it was horrible. <laughs> we uh, yeah, you know the the aim tournament series. We'll just go on a little tangent here, but I mean, you know, you, you can count your five best fish because it's catch, photo, release. Right. Fantastic format. I absolutely love it, and I think yep. every professional tournament should go that way. It'll get that way eventually, I think. The the interesting fact, you know, about Mille Lacs is there are so many big fish in there, and I, I believe— uh, I'm, I'm going to be quiet on this because you guys all know what I think of Mille Lacs and what has happened in the past few podcasts, so go ahead. Right. No, I— <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have probably, um, well, not probably, D- Doug Robinson, my tournament partner. Uh, Big shout out to Doug Robinson. What's up, buddy? <laughs> he and I put up, if I remember right, somewhere around 38 pounds for our five biggest fish. And we didn't even get a pat on the back at the <laughs> end of the day. Hammered. <laughs> right? I, know. I think it was, it was I think it was just under fifty pounds it took for five fish to win that day. I think, I think it, it was, was like forty eight, forty nine. It was close to fifty. Yeah. Because yeah, I was calling fifty and people were like, Oh no, it's not gonna be that many. I go, You don't understand. The lake is stacked full of fish. Yeah. Giant fish, and you got a hundred tournament boats out there. Right. 
that know how to catch fish. Right. On, and on top they, of they know how to catch big fish. It's going to be close to fifty. And right. yeah, it was ridiculous. And, and on top of that, the week prior, the MTT, if I remember right, had a tournament out there. So uh, I mean, you know, no, we, the MTT was out there when we were out there, wasn't it? Well, maybe they? on that Saturday. Yeah, because we they were Sunday. Yeah, it was a Friday Saturday that they were. Yeah, you're they right. Had a two day right before then. Yeah. So there was guys that fished that that were in, in right, ours. Right. Yeah, that's Although what it was. they didn't do very well, from what I understand, because they burnt all their spots. Oh, it, but, was, yeah. uh, <laughs> Malax, uh, it was. Malax. It was know. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, well, and it was for everybody. I mean, I. Yeah. Not it, us. We sucked. Well, you probably oh, well. took a shot at and tried to do a little something different than everybody else. I mean, Doug, yeah. Doug and I... We were and, by ourselves for the most part. Yeah, and, and Doug and I were bouncing around on, you know, different spots, you know, like spots on the spot. And we had one, I think it was like a 28 and a quarter, 28 and a half. And then our smallest our smallest fish on the card was like 24 and a half. And we, again, we didn't even get a pat on the back that time. No, you, know? you, needed, you needed what? I mean, what it comes out to it? Like a 20, 26 and 20, three quarter average to cash a check, I think it was. That was just to cash a check at 10th. Right. Yeah. To win it, I think it was like a 29. Yeah. So 29 you, inch average for walleye. Right. And there's 100 boats out there and everybody's catching these giant fish. You yeah. I mean, there's not too big a fish out there. Right. Any big fish out there? Yeah. Please. All right, so, I'll be quiet. Um, <laughs> no, I, Mille Lacs is. is is a lake though where the inspectors and decontamination uh, stations are at several accesses. Yeah. You know, uh, the casino access, Liberty Beach, those are often places where you will see uh, DNR uh, activity, you know, with these remote stations. Now, why couldn't Wright County invest some money and get some of these remote stations at the accesses that they want to? Uh, mandate this inspection at, right? It would well, seem like it would be better for resources. Yes, your upfront cost would be there. Do we know how much a decamp... Dec- yeah, one of them stations cost? Don't. No, okay. I don't. What about the lake uh, associations? Are, well, they, are they flipping any of this bill? Right now, the the uh, lake association in Wright County that has started this has committed $20,000 for the next five years for this pilot program. On okay. top of this, you know, the state uh, grant that was given for like six hundred and twenty-three thousand, I think it was. Okay, so basically six hundred and thirty thousand dollars. I want to know how much the, those contem- decontam- decontamination stations cost. Well, I mean, they can't be that much. I mean, it's they, a big thing. It's a hot water, a hot water in a hose. Right. So six hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Where's that all? Where's all that money actually going to now? Well, I, evidently that's in the in the knowledge that these uh, inspectors have that uh, want to, you know, look at your boat and pick weeds off them and stuff. You know, so they're just using that money to pay for these. No, people that was to kind of there. a joke because they're pretty much like college interns <laughs> and stuff like that. that are well, doing that's the thing they like talking about. They right. like talking about. You know, oh, how did you do today? Did it more than they do anything else. They go, right. you know, the typical, uh, where'd you fish last? My answer here. Where are you going to go fishing? My answer here, no matter where I go, you know, and, and that's because at the end of the day, it do, that's not doing anything, right? I mean, they say, oh well, this is how we tracked where the this is, you know, everybody's going, so we can see if the invasive species are spreading to here and here because of this. Unless you're actually taking down my license numbers for my truck and my boat, and everybody else's, and you go, okay, well, this one had invasive species. Now this one went, this one's got it. How many of these went here? Which they're not doing because they can't track it. Right. They're just going off what people say. You know, and... And then if it does get, you know, invasive species, what are they going to do? Right. I mean, this isn't CWD where you can just kill all the fish. Right. And that helps, you know, kill kill all the deer. 
what are they going to do? Right. Now, you know, the, the, the other interesting thing about this, you know, inspection thing is, is we're going to have open water here. I'm going to guess, um, probably next weekend say next weekend say next weekend there might be a few lakes around my area i know not this weekend but next week no there there might be for sure like uh good friday i'm gonna guess there's gonna be a lot of them open you know well by the time this comes out it'll probably be open water somewhere right and you know if if the dnr it uh you know approves these other these other lakes you know are are these stations going to be manned and opened you know are they going to have enough people there To deal with, I mean, we've been cooped up, all right? I mean, oh, yeah. I, I think everybody yep. that has a boat is going to be out in the next couple of weeks here. We're in my boat doing right. a podcast. You don't right. think I'm ready? Right. I, I was looking for a Snoopy <laughs> rod or something like that to just jiggle hold on the side here. Hold on. No, it's locked. <laughs> but, you know, it. what we were talking about before is, okay, are these stations going to be open, like, right away? I I don't know. Yeah. Um. You know, you're a bigger waterfowl hunter than myself, so these stations close in October. Yep. You're still out duck and goose hunting. Some of the best waterfowl hunting is, like, right around Thanksgiving. We can, yeah, and sometimes we got open water forever. Right. Now, now do you think, like, zebra mussels and, you know, milfoil and all that stuff, do you think that stuff goes dormant when the water is, like, 45 degrees? No. No. No, no. It sticks to waterfowl boats. Well, decoys. Decoys, decoy lines, everything. Yeah, you I mean, you do a you know good a job as you can, but you know right. That's how that's good what can you, you can do. do. I mean, that, right. that's the only thing you can do. Right. You know, and if if you want to grow this sport, you know, and you want to get kids out from an Xbox and put a tackle box in their hand instead, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to want to make this you know an enjoyable moment for them, not the memory of I sat in line for an hour till we could go fishing. You know. Right. 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 <laughs> And you know, once again, let's just remind people because it's if if you come in halfway into this podcast, not that you can, but we do not have a problem checking the boats, clean, drain, dry, all that stuff. We don't like invasive species, of course, because we have to figure out new ways to catch fish, um, and they're bad for the water, whatever. Um, so we're not against all this. We just want it to be easier for us to go fishing, to take people fishing. Um, you know, and I guess that's, I don't know. Yeah. It's just self, it's just, and I knew very little, I knew a little bit about this before I talked to you at the sports show. And then, you know, so I'm like, well, yeah, come on in, you know, and there's the Facebook group page and all that stuff. And everybody chatters this, that, and the other, but it's like, okay, what is actually going on? Right. You know, and why is it, why does it started? Uh, How are they inspecting? You know, it's, we're just trying to kind of let people know, hey, this is what's going on. So if you're going to fish Wright County, be right, prepared. Right. And now, it's not even all the lakes in Wright County. So it's, no, know, but it depending is, on it's, where you go. It's some very good, high-quality fishing lakes for, oh, you yeah. know, the, the Wright County area. Yep. And, like, one thing I know from, uh, you know, some people that have been at a couple of the meetings that they've had, you know, uh, regarding this particular issue in Wright County, the Clearwater Lake Association is very big. And they are very, very interested in this. They really want to get involved in it. Oh, yeah, sure. But the two public accesses on Clearwater Lake are in Stearns County, even though a vast majority of the lake is in Wright. Yeah, okay. So, so they'd have to get Stearns County on board, which means Stearns County gets on board right. then all of those lakes. So so here, here and again, then, and I know yeah. it's being watched by people up uh, in Ottertail County. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're... 
Oh, I'm sure this thing is gaining. There's a people lot. all over. All what? the counties are going to look at this and go, "Okay, they can do it. Well, let's do it Abs- ourselves." Absolutely. Well, so now, now here, when we talked about, you know, there was a provision, you know, in this thing for, you know, you to inspect. Now, now, do I need a right county tag? Do I need one right. for Stearns County? Yep. Where, where is it going to end? You know, I mean, yeah. right now, I mean, it's almost like the sportsman people are guilty until you prove your innocence and it's going to cost you money to do true, it. True. Well, and, and well, here's my question, question I just thought of. What deems this program successful? It's a good question. You know, especially... Is it not having, you know, new and, in, in, you know, in quite a, uh, species in different lakes? Right. I, I mean, you or know... Or is it the slow of it, which we can't tell if it's if we're slowing it or not? I mean, what's what's deeming this program successful so we keep going on in the future? So if it's, you said, however many dollars for the next three to five years or whatever it is, after that, um, what determines if they're going to keep doing it? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what's the end game? Ex- <laughs> Other than exactly. keeping, you know, invasive species out, odds are right. one of them that was under the program to begin with now has a new one in it. Right. How'd that get there if these boats are getting inspected? Right. And, and you know, the the law enforcement that this ties up to, you know, I mean, because it is enforced, the ordinance is enforced mm-hmm. by Wright County deputies. So they're going right? to go to all these lakes every right. morning. Or whenever whatever uh, you time. Know, a, a lake association person thinks that you didn't do what you were supposed <laughs> to do, you know. Yep. I you mean, didn't put you, your pl- I, you, you didn't put I, your placard on the dash, so Martha down the down the lake right. comes over because she's the yep. nosy one. Yep. Oh, he didn't have it. So then the DNR sits there and they wait and they wait, or they bring the boat out and they go to each guy out on the water, going, "Are you the one that owns this boat? No. Okay. How about you? Yeah, you. Okay. Well, where's your placard? Oh, I didn't put it on the dash. It's in my cup holder. Exactly. And and the way it is now, I mean, <clears> it's- meanwhile he could be like saving a life or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Possibly. I mean, worst right. case scenario. Well, absolutely. And and the way it is right now is it is a thousand dollar fine. For not having the inspected? Yes, sir. Holy sh one thousand bucks. Jesus. Now, how are they getting this message out there that this is happening? Is it just signs at the signs at the, at the access, or you know, if you're if you're involved in you know social media, you know, you you would know about this whole Wright County thing, you know. Yeah, but I um, didn't know about it until I just stumbled upon it on Facebook. Yeah, and I, I think there is mention this year uh, in the 2019 regulations. I do believe I'm not 100 percent on that, but I think there is mention of it. But who reads the regulations? <laughs> right. I mean, I look at see what's new, and then I just throw it in my tackle box. Right. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Keep it for slot limits or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But how they get it, I mean, what if you don't speak or read English and you go to the boat launch well, and that's there's a, a sign there? That's that's I mean, a you know, we good have, point, too. You know, good-sized Hmong community that loves to fish. They go to these lakes. They look at the sign. They're like, I don't know what that says. They go fishing. Then they get a $1,000 ticket. It's the way the ordinance is written right now, yes. That's nice. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There, there, there's a lot of this <laughs> stuff that, that doesn't make sense or it w- it seems like it was kind of done on a fly and it was like just passed you know just hurried up and let's get this through let's get did they this read through. it before they passed well, it <laughs> you know it's like this is where you know how powerful are lake associations compared to the the citizens that right. that you know these are public accesses yep you know your tax dollars my tax well, dollars paid for these i'll tell you how powerful they think they are I was a bow fishing guide for like three years, and we went out. We would go to these lakes at night, 
Oh, yeah, they didn't like us because it's their water. Right. Oh, it's their water. Right. And I, yeah. we, we had talked about this oh, at yeah. the sports show. Fishing, you know. fishing docks. Right. Oh, God, get away oh. from my dock. Da, 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 da. What you don't realize is that if I wanted to, I can pull my boat up, tie off, stand on your dock and fish, and there ain't a darn thing you can do about it. Exactly. Your property is ends in the at water. the water line. Right. That's it. Yeah, seven feet of the high water mark, I think, is what it is. Well, so technically, you can even walk on the property. Oh, like on the beach? Yeah. Oh. But um, I'll just stick in the, with the water. Right. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you don't own the lake associations. I have my thoughts on them. I don't know if I want to say anything about them right now. Right. No, I get it. But by saying that, you pretty much know how I feel about them. Um, they do. They, I mean, they do some good. Right. But as far as how much control they have slash think they have over bodies of water, they need to have a little check. Right. And, and, and again, these are, are public waters. They're not like no. a private lake where you pay, you know, $10 to access right. through some farmer's yard or whatever. Because I know a few of those, like giant bluegills in them. Uh, we'll talk. We're going? Yeah. Okay. Um, Everybody's... Waldron. <laughs> by the way, Waldron. Hey, Matt, if you're listening to this, you're supposed to take me fishing. That never happened. Thanks. Jerk. All right. Back to the show. Um, anyway... Um, I've actually got a guy at work whose their cabin is on Sylvia. Okay. And I talked talk to him about this. He doesn't fish. He actually gave me his tackle box from like 93. Oh, he wow. He used it like once. Got some beetle spins in there? No, no beetle spins. Oh. And no purple worms. He, oh. Good thing he stopped fishing because he doesn't know what he's doing. My favorite lure growing up, purple Mr. Twister. I could catch oh. anything on a purple Mr. Twister. Uh, let me see. Is this unlocked? No, I locked it. Otherwise, Mr. Twister's. Well, the swimming group, the Northland versions are in Right. Um, Make a purple chip wear. Purple? Purple. Purple chip. <laughs> Listen up, chip. I'll, I'll mention that to him next time we're in our meeting. Okay. Which is like once a year at the sports show, and we just talk. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, so he, he has, his cabin is on Sylvia, and I brought this up to him. I'm like, hey, you know, this is kind of going on. I don't know everything about it, but, you know, blah, 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 blah. You got to go all the way to Annandale to get your boat checked and this and that. And he goes, that's cool. I'm good with that. Well, he doesn't fish. Right. So that's the thing. It's, you know, getting out to the public and going, look, I understand that you've, you might not fish or care about this, but there's a lot of people that do care. Right. So. Or, you know, even just, you know, general boating, you know, if you want to go out, you know, pull the kids behind a wakeboard or a tube like or said, anything like yeah, that. Same anything. thing. Same Pon- thing applies. It's not just pontoon, the fishermen. Jet it's, skis, yeah. Yep. It's any recreational thing. You know, like if you want to go fish these lakes now in Wright County, you have to go through an extra step. Hmm. Now, the one that worries me more than anything uh, is Sugar Lake. Now, Sugar Lake, uh, if it does get added here, there's April... No, there's no fish in that lake, by the way, April, people. Don't worry April about 15th, it. yeah. Don't go fish don't, in the bull rushes for no, crappies no, or, you no, know, or, sight fishing for big giant bass or... No, don't do that. The, the thing that bothers me about that lake is it's the only lake in our general area that is a designated musky lake. Nobody knew about that. Good going. Right. Now... All of the the musky nuts that I know yeah. want to be on the water first light or, you know, into the dark, you know, because a, a lot of times, you know, the, the bigger fish, they're predators, they're ambush feeders. Mm-hmm. So they are going to do everything in their power to feed at the most opportune times, you know, and we're talking, I mean, I, I have not caught personally a 50 plus inch musky on sugar. I've caught a couple 46s. <laughs> um 
but I know of people that have caught some 50-52s out there. They're, they're out there. You know, and, you know, well, I mean, obviously, you know about the big one that I caught on Moax a few years back, you know. And Did you? Yeah, that, well, that's the one that kind of helped me kind of get into this industry. You know, I, I have that. What'd you catch? It was a 57 by 27 uh on 10 pound test line and i i hold the how do i not know this right no i i hold the the world record for released musky on 10 pound test line well i had no <laughs> idea we had such yeah. a celebrity no i i got the replica world famous stuff. right travis soroki that, people here musky slayer on malax yeah 57 by 27 yeah jesus i got i got the replica the fish was released unharmed went back to the water full moon of october oh of course trolling mm. a rockery full of zebra mussels but zebra mussels hurt. But never mind. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> I need to. There's certain things on this podcast they need to stop talking about. But what do I do? I have you on to talk about invasive species. What's my schedule look like? Am I talking about anything else controversial here for a while? Uh, nope. Kids books, trapping. Well, that might be getting. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, no. All right. So this is the last controversial one for at least a month. Okay. Good talk. Congratulations, sir. No, no problem. That is a hell of a fish. That was uh, a lot of luck. Well, you were walleye fishing, I'm guessing. Walleye fishing. I was on a guide trip. I had uh, a couple other people in the boat with me. Um, yeah, was able to take, I got think I had like 40-some photos of this fish from when we brought it in, started to measure it yeah. and everything, and released it. And yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'll steal, the, uh, I'll steal a picture or two off of Facebook and put them on the video version. Oh, there you go. So, that's cool. Did you Now, did you... Uh, uh, send in the thing for the Master Angler Award through the uh, state Minnesota, of Minnesota. Well, they, the, they didn't have the the stuff for the state of Minnesota at the time. No, the the Fishing Hall of Fame Master Angler Award. It was you didn't send that in for that. It was after the fact. They didn't start that. This was like 2011 again. So well, they what, had that in 2008, 2007. Well, then I maybe you just didn't know about it at the time. Maybe okay. I did, but like anyway. when, when I caught the fish. Uh, local guide brad hawthorne was at this event that i was at and yeah. um he's like how big is this fish so i started scrolling through the photo and showing him pictures and stuff like that he's like did you keep it and i'm like no i didn't keep it and he's like well good but we got to get a hold of the dnr so yeah. um basically what happened is going off on a tangent here but we got a hold of the dnr the dnr is like well if you didn't keep it i can't do anything about it but so. you need to get a hold of the the freshwater fishing hall of fame in hayward wisconsin so uh, got a hold of them. Uh, they sent me a bunch of paperwork. I sent them, you know, 30 feet of line. They tested the line to make sure it was the pound test that I had, right. you know, said it was. And uh, they did some testing, and uh, I was in my bow stand on my property up uh, by Orr, and I got a message that said, hey, congratulations, you're the new 10-pound test world record holder for nice. a released muskie. So, yeah, I got a nice little certificate, and I, uh, artistic anglers in Duluth did a really nice uh, replica for me. I got that downstairs kind of in the centerpiece yeah. of my, they my do good basement. Work. Down, oh, yeah. phenomenal they do, work. They do really good work. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Way bigger than my musky. <laughs> my little 42. Trolling, yeah. for, trolling for walleye. You know, <laughs> Here I, we go again. Well, I, I got a big one uh, uh, one time fit, getting ready for a tournament. I got a, a 46er, you know. Nice. And it, uh, a lot of us walleye guys, we get lucky because we're fishing the same water yep. a lot of these big muskies are in. I mean, they're they're out after, you know, the tulipies, the ciscos, and stuff like that, along with a lot of big walleyes, you mm -hmm. know, so we kind of bump into each other once in a while, you know, yeah. and when the, the rod holder zings back, you know, and you look at your lead core rod that it's almost 
kissing the motor back yep. there. You're like, well, this isn't a walleye, <laughs> but a, we're going to have some fun here for a while anyway. That's exactly how mine was. It was like, wait a minute. I've never seen the rod go that far back, and I've caught decent-sized pike. Hmm, what is that thing? Right. And I didn't know it was a muskie until it got into the boat because I'm like, is it a muskie? Is it a muskie? As I'm reeling in, and he's netting it. He didn't say a word. He just set it down, and I was like, what? Hey, I'll put my arms up. I'm like, woo, I got my first muskie. Yeah, I was with a buddy of mine a couple years back and uh, got one on Malax on a, a jig and wrap, straight vertical. That was really, yeah, that was an absolute riot. That'd be fun. It was like 46 oh. and a half, 46 and a half inches, had probably about 35 feet of line on it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little Chinese fire drill there for a while. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Oh, oh wait! Right. What? What is this? Right. That's a good walleye. Well, uh, I don't, I don't yeah. think it's a walleye, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so he, how do we get on the musky thing? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the musky fishing in uh, Malax. Yeah. Cedar or sugar? I right, right, say. right, 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 right. Yep. So I, uh, you know, that it's it's a tricky thing. I mean, I I don't know if I would want to be the DNR to make this decision, you know? No, I've learned, you know, through my Malax rants and all this stuff and talking to people, I don't really want to be a DNR agent of, of any sort. Right. You know, and it's because it, it is tough. You get yelled at this way, you get yelled at that way, and you can't make anybody happy. Um, I just think the biggest thing is, you know, just to let people know, hey, this is what's going on in Wright County. I guess just ask questions. If you don't like it or you want answers, call a DNR, call... Um, um, State Senator Bruce Anderson, I believe, is what Andrew told me. Because I asked him if he knew anything about it. He's like, I don't know anything about it, but I've heard a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, just some grumbling. So I think Bruce Anderson might be the senator from there. So Well, so now imagine this. You can so call him and ask him, get him involved. You know, who knows what, I don't know what side of the fence he's on on it. but Right. So now, now let me ask you this. So now you just said you, there's a state senator that is kind of aware. He's heard some rumbling. Yeah. So how does it go from like a little pilot program in a little old Wright County on Three Lakes to having a state senator who's probably never even been up there, yeah. my guess? Well, he's got, he has the, he's got uh, just part of Wright County. Okay. Like Clearwater Township. Okay. And so he would one, know that. And one other, yeah. So he doesn't, I don't know if he's got any of those lakes in his area that covers. Yeah. That I'm, he covers, but, you know. Might be something he doesn't even want to deal with right now, too. But yeah. you know, well, it's coming you know. at you. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's got enough people yelling at him about Malax. But uh, but I think Bruce Anderson. I think that was his last name. I can't remember. But contact him and see what he knows about it. You yeah, know. you know. Again, the the thing being is, you know, if these lake associations, you know, flex their muscles and and get the power. I mean, you're basically going to have multiple other counties. You. Going, look at what Wright County did. Why can't we do that here? Yeah, it's not. It's not just going to stop there. It's going to be every lake you have that has an association on it, which I believe is basically all of them. Right. I mean, they're and, all going to do it. And lake associations do some good things. I mean, well, they, yeah, they, they add they, money into stocking programs. Yes, yes. They, you know, help clean up beaches. They clean up accesses and stuff like that. They, I mean, they're not all you know bad ideas or bad things that they contribute to. But the the thing that as a sportsman, you got to be concerned about is they're basically taking public waters and somewhat privatizing them. Yeah, basically. You know, and and that's just not right. No, they're making them private through just basically making it just difficult enough where you don't want to go there. So then they're, you know, just like guy at work, he goes, eh, whatever, that's fine. I'm still going to have my boat out there, you know, whatever. 
they I think they have a little boat for the family or whatever. But yeah, it's if they if like I said earlier, why don't they take the money and put a de- de- decontamination station at each of these places? Absolutely. You know, I, and then teach people how to use them. I mean, because typically, lakes have the same people that go there. Well, absolutely. And yeah. if more of these stations get going, you know, all around, you can teach people how to use it, and they'll use it. I mean, there's lakes I go on, and it's like I want to wash my boat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's there, I'm going to wash my boat just because my boat's dirty or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, and hey, I, I'll use uh, it. Whatever. I I know probably from last year's fishing or the last two years, I should say the. The people that work uh, both at the Casino Access on Mille Liberty Beach, uh, Gull Lake, and a couple other lakes that I fish that, you know, have these decontamination stations on site. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I got to know the inspectors by, like, on a first-name basis. You know, yeah. they'd see me, and they'd look at my rig, and, you know, I— you know me enough that you know my rig's always vacuumed out the thing's always polished oh, up and stuff like pretty. that you know so you know they take a look at a boat like that and go okay well he's obviously right. got the program down you know we're not gonna you know put the screws to him too hard you yeah. know they you know anything in your live well nope you know okay yeah. which access did you go out of when we were in Malax for the, the tournament well, we just launched right at the resort there. At Isle? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was yeah. there a DNR guy there or anybody there checking boats or anything? No. Hmm, weird. You'd think with the oh, that was tournament <laughs> with 100 boats, you'd probably have somebody there taking a peek. I think that was at, what was it, McCoy's, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Isle launch. Yeah. You'd think they'd have a guy there. What do I know? Hey, you know, ask some questions like, hey, how many walleyes did you guys catch today? <laughs> But I digress. Uh, Let's I, go I, back to Malax. I only got five on my card. <laughs> we got five. On our, we filled the card. Right. I can't remember if we caught any. Well, no, we actually we caught more than that. Yeah. Because we had a good good spot on the well, a good day on the rock pile. Oh. After we sucked it up everywhere else. <laughs> but we still, we, yeah, once again, ninety some place I think. I think, or was that seventy something? It was either way. I th- you know this tournament we caught like I think we caught like twenty pounds maybe. Yeah, I mean, and I, then I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Not even close. You and I could probably do a, <laughs> it. Was horrible. Uh, you and I could probably do another one of these things on uh, this summer sometime about uh, the trials and tribulations of tournament fishing and stuff. Oh yes. <laughs> there's a, yes. there's a lot of good stories. I mean, there's a there's a lot of luck. Uh, you know, yeah. a few years back when Doug and I took second place in Walleye Dan's you know fifteen thousand dollar tournament in October on Gull. Nice. We uh we basically stuck uh. A big fish with like 90 minutes left to go in the tournament. Oh yeah, and ran that back in to get it weighed, and we still had like we wanted to upgrade like one more fish. And I went back right to the waypoint where we were. I hooked up with another big fish, and I'm like, I didn't even want to see it, so I broke my line off. And as I as I'm retying, well, you, we could you could only bring one in. You know, oh, and one we had over. Already, we, okay, we had already, okay, okay. You know, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, so, so I broke it off, and yep. as I'm retying, we're kind of drifting off the spot, and Doug hooks up with like a 19 and three quarter, and we kind of looked at each other, and we're like, yeah, it's a wrap. We'll Perfect. just go in and Perfect. take our chances, and you know, we got beat by like eight and a half ounces. So. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The difference between Man. fifteen thousand and five thousand is eight and a half ounces. Well, that sucks. No, yeah, it was fun though. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a good tournament. I missed out on a plaque in the Teen Challenge tournament last year by about that much. 
Yeah, I think it was 0.25 pounds. I got. I'm gonna try to get there. I haven't. It. I haven't entered yet. Um, I'm doing trolling for troops the you know the day before, so it okay. kind of is a little bit of a juggle there. I I know uh, Jimmy Bell's done it several times. Yeah, you know, Jimmy so, will be there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can maybe do that. Uh, if not, uh, yeah, that's good times. If not, I might. Uh, throw my name in the hat i know the high school anglers are having a, a tournament in conjunction with that so yep. i might uh just uh be a uh, boat driver that day for the some of the okay, high school well, what guys. i need you to do is i need you to call me and tell me what they're catching them on and where they are right because they waxed us last year i'll just message you i'm telling you those high school kids <laughs> like i think uh, our i think our top weight in the bass was like 11 something right it was 11 six four whatever it was 11 11 and a half i think they were in the teens yeah. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, I, kids, I, the, these kids, I'm so jealous how good well, they the, are. Well, the high They're school so program, good. I mean, you know, I, so good. it took me years to learn how to skip lures underneath the dock, you know. Oh, yeah. And I, I watched some of these high school kids and at the Northwest Sports Show, you know, they had that, like, casting clinic down there. And, I mean, yeah. I was watching kids flip like a jig from 20 feet away into a Dixie cup. Yeah, I meanwhile, mean, it was I'm like, can I, get, can I get it under that dock? And there's three feet between the right. water and the dock. Like, I think I can do it. And I, I got to I gotta look uh, through the correct lens on my glasses here <laughs> to see which one I'm going to use. I know. Uh, yeah, so, oh, by the way, Team Challenge. Everybody go to the Facebook page, SmackDown Outdoors Facebook page. Go to the top pinned post. Click that uh, uh, link and donate some money. Dang it. Okay. Dollar, segway. dollar, segway, 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 segway. segway. Yeah, we're just bouncing <laughs> right. around at this point. Donate a dollar, donate a million dollars. I don't care, just donate something. Right. Yeah. And if you know me and you're around the area, I've also got raffle tickets. 20 bucks a pop. If I know you and I see you a lot, you're going to buy one anyway. So <laughs> I just force people to buy. I go, hey, give me 20 bucks. They're like, what's for? I'm like, don't worry about it. Just give me 20 bucks and then fill this out. <laughs> That's a good deal. Yeah, I got I got to start doing that. Yeah, I get I get enough of them to yeah do that. So no, that teen challenge is uh, definitely a uh, worthwhile thing. I mean, yes. I I know a p- couple people that have gone through it. Yep. Um, Donnie Baker, uh, who is River Dan's tournament partner in a lot of the events up there. And they were both uh, there last year. Yep. And and Donnie is involved with Teen Challenge. You know, mm-hmm. as a uh, director, I, I believe is what his title is. I'm not uh, sure. Um, but you know, it, he's been. In, in the program and is now, you know, like a leader for it, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it, it's a fun, phenomenal program uh, that definitely needs to be supported, and this yes. is their biggest uh, event that they have. Yep, yep, it's the biggest event. Uh, last year we raised a record 300 and some thousand dollars for it, which was just insane. Right. Um, there's one guy that basically this is what he does is he raises money for this. Yep. He's got an entire team, and he – they were over a hundred thousand dollars just that one team right just that one team yep. so i want to get there someday where i'm raising a hundred thousand dollars for this right so any big fish out there come on help me out you know okay. and and you know as as an help me out help them out as an angler you know if you wanted to get in these you know these tournaments mm-hmm. you know this is a a fun style tournament this oh, isn't yeah. like a big oh, yeah. pressure cooker or anything no. like that but if you're a young angler or an old angler that, you know, has watched a lot of, you know, fishing shows and stuff on TV, everybody pretty much who is in the Midwest, Minnesota for sure, fishing industry is at Teen Challenge. Yeah. You know, I I mean, we're talking, you know, the Linders, you know, um, on down, you know, mm-hmm. all the, the bass guys, you know, um, everybody oh, is yeah. there. And it's, it, it is just fun. I mean. Jimmy Bell, I beat him last year by like this much. Well, you got lucky. I walked up to him. I go, I beat you. He goes, you realize I was just having fun, right? 
Yeah. I was like, oh, so was I. <laughs> that that. But Jimmy has he got, got th- he a got, sixth sense well, about fish. He got thrown off. Everybody got kind of got thrown off because they uh, wouldn't let us catch smallmouth. Okay. Out around lake, they oh, said no. Lake. They no, said no, no, no smallmouth out around lake. Of course, you go catch them, but they didn't want us taking them off the beds and bringing them all the way back. You know, to a completely different body of water or whatever. Yep. So everybody was there. Was some rumblings when they go, yeah, can't uh, can't uh, take any fish out of that lake. You know, around lake, blah blah blah. I heard some people go, damn it. Well, what am I going to do now? <laughs> and I was sitting there going, good, because I already know where I'm going. Right. And I know my plan, and I'm not worried about the smallmouth. So. Right. And, and how, how's fishing on golf for you, like, that time of the year? Pretty good? Um, that was actually the first time I ever fished that for bass. Yep. Period. I've been on there once before for walleye. Did okay, but that was the first time I bass fished that lake. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't even pre-fish it. And, oh, by the way, it has some aquatic invasive species in it. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it oh, does, does it? Does yeah. everybody know it? Yeah, it, oh. it's posted. Oh. Zebra mussels. I wonder if they'll have anybody out there inspecting boats. Uh, well, there's usually an inspector uh, at the Axis by Zorba's, and they have the decontamination station there. I washed oh. my boat there a few times last fall, matter oh. of fact. I'll be going out of Sandy Sandy Point or whatever. Sandy Beach? Yeah, Sandy Beach. Yep. Yeah. There's no inspector there because it's private property. Right. So. Uh, yeah, it's, Sandy Beach is a fantastic resort. It too. is. Yeah, we stay, Doug and I. Their uh, Axis is phenomenal, yeah. too. It's we, great. We stay there uh, during uh, Walleye Dan's Fishing Dan Hunger event. Mm-hmm. That's I'm going to try to fish that next year. I wanted to do it this last year, didn't get a chance, but gotcha. I'll try to do it next year. Looks like a good time. Oh, it's the fish uh, on Gull Lake in the fall, walleye fishing. It's, Hi, neighbor. It's, Don't mind us. We're just podcasting. Like my new studio? Okay. No, the, the, the fishing on Gull in, in the fall is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's a good lake. It's, yeah. I mean, I went out there for, I think we were just out there for half a day walleye fishing, and we caught a bunch of fish. Yeah. And Walleye Dan and uh, the whole group for Fishing Dan Hunger does an absolute fantastic job with that event. It's it's my favorite tournament that I fish. Well, why don't you tell people about it? Uh, Walleye Dan's Fishing Dan Hunger, Gull Lake. Uh, it's the first weekend in October. He's got a Facebook page. He's got a uh, website. Uh, it's Fishing Dan Hunger. Just Google it, whatever you do on the internet there. Um, <laughs> Google it. Right. MySpace it. Right. Tweet just, it. Yeah, just... Just get on, get on the internet and type in stuff until it shows up. Exactly. Uh, okay. Google, well, I mean, how it, old are you? Yeah, forty six. Yeah. Oh, well, you're not that old. <laughs> Google it or whatever you do. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, the event is. Uh, it, it's phenomenal, and it's it's very well run. Um, we have a great time. Uh, Mark Schutz comes up there with the the full throttle uh, fishing scales and stuff like that. So I mean, everything is to like the tenth of an ounce. Um, it, and you know, we raise money for a good cause. You know, yeah. fishing and hunger. So um, if if you want a fish event, that's another event that is. Uh, you know, it does offer a very large prize. It's fifteen thousand dollars to win. Really? I, I think only Graha and maybe the City Autoglass Walleye Classic mm. boast a one-day payout greater than. But um, that's I might really definitely it. have to fish it. You know, and it, it uh, pays down with with prizes um, to I believe ten spots. So yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty good deal. We have an audience now. My neighbor Emma and his dog. You want in on the podcast? You want in? You sure? Come on. You know, I I, I got to be honest. I keep on looking back to see if any rods are bent over in the rod holder. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. 
It's uh, where it, are my rat holders? Where did I put them in this boat? Oh, they're down, way down in there. Right. Yeah. Well, I say you see, you got some offshore pointer boards already up in yes, here. Yes, so. sir. Those were the fr- actually those were literally the first thing I put in this boat. I think. Smart. It was either that or my um, drift socks. Smart. One of the two. Yeah. 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 Offshore planter boards. I got my got the new OR38s coming. Ooh. Yeah, the new crappie board. It's got the float on top. So apparently it even works better than those. Wow. Yeah. Cool yes, deal. Yes, sir. What's up? Well, this is weird. I have an audience. No, we're podcasting. We're talking about uh, Wright County and, and uh, their new program for the invasive uh, species testing. They want you to go all the way to Annandale before you go to certain lakes out there. Yeah. And that's going to be fun because there's construction on 55 this summer. Oh, and, and construction on 94, oh, and construction oh, really? on Highway 10. Looks like I'm taking... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i trying what? to... It's going to be a pain in the butt getting everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's going to be a mess this summer because, you know, like literally the the workaround on Highway 55 do is... Do we want to tell people this, or do we want to keep it for ourselves? What, the, the whole... that How to get around all this? <laughs> no, I mean, we can. I mean, they should know yeah, if they want to go to these places. Tell them, I don't but, care. You know, Highway 55, the workaround, it's it's going to loop around Maple Lake, mm-hmm. you know, so that's going to take you, I think, like, I, if I remember right, it's like 12 miles or something like that around to get back into the city of Annadale. And then, you know, and Maple Lake is one of the lakes that they want to add mm-hmm. to this, you know, uh, inspection process. Mm-hmm. So, um, Highway 94, or Interstate 94, mm-hmm. sorry, uh, from if I remember this right, from Monticello to Rogers is going to be under construction this summer. Oh, really? Yep. And mm-hmm. Highway 10 uh, from Clear Lake to Big Lake is under construction this summer. When they start, I don't know. Oh, this is going to suck. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be... Uh, when are they supposed to be done with that? By goose season? Uh, three years. The, the, the 94 project is three years. That I know. Oh, that's not good. I don't know uh, about yeah. Highway 55. Yeah. What about the 10? I do not know that one either. No, okay. Mm. I, so that's I, where I do all my goose hunting is up in the Becker, Hasty, all all out there, right? County I never get and all invited. that stuff. I can just, I can. <laughs> Here's the funny thing about this. Here's the funny thing. Anytime somebody says something like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 I'm doing this. I go, right. oh, thanks for the invite. Right. Like I've said it a hundred times <laughs> on this podcast. Somebody finally hit me with the, oh, I thanks for the invite. I listen. <laughs> If I would have known you, like two years ago, right? I can yeah. I can throw steel. I'm not going to say I can hit anything, you no. know. But I'm I'm worth a limit. Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Sure, we'll get you. Out there. <laughs> we lay out blind for for geese. We oh, don't nice. really, we don't do much water. If we do, we got a dog or a boat that right. we you know go get the birds. Yeah, I haven't, we're still on shore. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're not doing that whole sitting in the boat thing anymore. At least right. I try not to. Right. But yeah, we'll try we'll try to get you out there. What the hell? So speaking of, do you think birds? Yeah. Spread any yes, aquatic devices? Yeah. Well, didn't walleye Dan shooting with a bunch of zebra mussels yes, or something? Yeah. I just wanted to see, you know, like, yeah. you know. So it's, what? What I'm trying to get at though is it's not sportsmen, it's not no, it's water crafters. Yeah. It's, well, the flooding and the birds and well, the that that's going to be an interesting thing. Beavers and the every, everything. Exactly. And Deer it, that swim through the lake. <laughs> Deer swim, by the way, people. I've seen it. Yeah, they twice, they can swim great. Times. Yeah. Yeah. The um. The interesting thing that is going to happen now with all the major flooding that we had 
of the Mississippi and mm -hmm. all the tributaries. And, you know, if if you haven't taken a look at, like, the, the DNR posts these maps and stuff like that of, like, where where zebra mussels were in 1990, where they were in, you know, 2000. Oh, yeah. And, and yep. basically you can look and you can follow every major great lake yep. so they'll they'll start wrapping up in the great lakes over new york and come down they hit the mississippi they go all the way down louisiana they'll offshoot uh, basically to every little river or whatnot that uh empties into the mississippi and now pretty much zebra mussels are all the way from the left coast to the right coast I mean, there's oh, there's spots everywhere. out yep. in Arizona that have them. There's spots up in Washington State that got them. Uh, there's a couple little spots. I think it was in Colorado that have them. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, of course, obviously, like in our areas, you know, out in the Dakotas, Minnesota, basically take the whole Mississippi River, go offshoot down all the way down to Louisiana, and it's infested. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yep. You know, and you know the interesting thing when I was doing some background on, on this topic was there are a lot of lakes that what I was calling like guilt by association. You know, the, mm -hmm. the horseshoe chain last year up by me in St. Cloud at the end of the last year, there's, I think like seven or eight lakes that make up the horseshoe chain. You know, they're all connected. Um, Wait, you were up there last year? Yeah. Well, oh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. I got him back. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yes. and you've known me for at least a year. So thanks for the invite. <laughs> yes. So the, the horseshoe chain there, there was one lake that they discovered zebra mussels on somebody's dock when they were pulling it out. Well, now all the other lakes are infested. Right, because they're all connected, connected. And we threw up the air quotes, infested. Right. Because they're connected in one way, whether it's through a slough or through a canal or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, there are... Technically, I, that would mean that 99.9% .9 of the lakes in Minnesota are infested because they're pretty much all connected by some sort of water source. Yeah, and it if, seems like. I if, mean, if I remember right, when I was reading on the DNR's website, I think it was something like over 160 lakes are considered infested because they're uh, what they call connected waters. Nice. So it means like, you know, we haven't physically seen zebra mussels in this lake, right. but since there's a little channel that goes to this lake, it's infested. Yeah, so like Calhoun has zebra mussels in it, or Badamakaska, sorry. Um, that's got zebra mussels in it, we'll say. I don't know if it does. Well, actually it does. It does. It does, yeah. So now Nokomis, or whatever's connected to it. Harriet. Harriet? What's connected to Calhoun? Any idea? Hmm. Oh, anyway, we'll say Harriet. Fine. I'm on three two. The whole Lake of the Isles now is infested, air quotes. Right. Even though Calhoun's the only one that's been found in. Well, now go to Calhoun. Now, what's unique? Calhoun is a very restricted access. Extremely restricted. There's a guy there all the time. I mean, literally till dark. Right. So how did how did it get there? How did aquatic invasive species get in that lake? Let's let's think. Let's well, let's brainstorm and think of how it could happen. I got to put my thinking hat on. Okay. So let's say our boat, all these boats are getting checked. Yep. Right. Um, let's just take birds out of it because that's probably not always happening. You know, save for now birds. Let's just go with the boat. Okay. Or the trailer. How could it get in there? Hmm. How does how well, does how does that happen? Hmm. Oh, your trailer. Trailers hold your bunks, a lot your of water. Your wheels, well, your prop, your live wells, your this, your that, your that. I mean, literally, you would have to take your boat out of the water, completely drain it 100%, which never really happens. Right. Leave it out of the water for 30 days, and then maybe they die? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, or freeze. I mean, that's, and that's why, you know, 
like I said, it's not that they're good, but it, there's no stopping it. Right. There's no stopping it. Right. I mean, we it can sucks. We but, can try to slow it down, which is what we're gonna try to do. Yeah. Um. And as, are we slowing it down? You know. You know. I mean, it seems like that. I'd like to see. I'd like to see that to see what the numbers are of like each year. Are more and more and more lakes getting it, or is it just kind of like okay, we found a bunch, and then it's like okay, so this one here, and then this one here. You know, one or two a year, or is it like 10 a year and all over the place? Right. I mean, you know, know, it seems like there are, you know, new lakes that come up every year, right? Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's not going to, I think we're at like, what, 11,000 lakes or something like that in Minnesota that have public access on Mm -hmm. it. Yet, 3% of the lakes have zebra mussels. Isn't that kind of funny? That it's, everybody thinks it's like rampant. Yeah. When in reality, it's right. not. Right. And, and really? you know, the, the it's new. It's just the most popular lakes have it. Right. Well, the most popular lakes have it. Okay. That means it's spreading probably by boats and trailers. Your occasional duck, we'll throw that in there just for whatever. Right. But you're not going to stop it. No. It, it, it's, you know, and, and. What are we doing to find a solution to get rid of them? Right. Well, oh, I, I know there are there yeah. are some research programs and stuff like that that are are looking at things to neutralize you know zebra mussels you know and but basically what happens and, and it's happening in Malax right now is they went through a big boom yep but now they're going down because they've eaten out their food source yep yeah we talked about that on uh, I don't know podcast or two ago whatever it was and yeah I said you know I pulled out the neighbor's dock. Covered well, covered in it one year. Next year, there was like half a dozen. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they fluctuate. They go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Right. So, I've heard of one lake in Canada that they can't even find them live. Hmm. Like, there's still the shells and everything, but they can't find live ones. They've died off. Yeah. So, hey, and they and the fishing, phenomenal. <laughs> so well, it's like, I, I, is it, are they really a bad thing or are they Mother, mother Nature's kind of way of cleaning stuff up? Yeah, and I mean, every, you know, maybe talk about this uh, as far as invasives, you know, um, every good lake that we fished on the AIM series Mm -hmm. has some aquatic invasive in it. Most of them had zebra mussels. Oh, yeah. Fishing is fantastic. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know. Every lake you have, unless it was a bad lake to begin with. Right. They're all good lakes to fish. Right. And, and I, they're getting better. And, you well, know, here, here's the other thing, too, is, you know, the, the DNR um, wanted to add muskies to a lot of lakes. You know, be it, careful. I got a muskie shirt I, on. I know. So don't piss and, off the muskie guys here. I, I, love catching, <laughs> I love catching those things. Right. But now, would muskies be considered invasive? No, because we put them there. Wink, yeah. wink. Well, we purposely put this so they didn't invade. We... But if they're Place not natural, if they're there. not natural, they're an invasive, right? Technically, okay, yeah. But what I'm getting at, Damn though, it. is he got me? Is every sorry, musky guys? Every no, but this is a, this <laughs> is no. every no. It is funny because it's like we we pick and choose. It's right. like this one's bad, this one's good. Right. Well, exactly. If we didn't put it there, if we didn't put it there, oh no, it's bad. Right. Maybe it's not bad. But it, I don't know. I I wish they would stock muskies in ninety percent of the lakes in Minnesota because every big bluegill lake that I fished, every big crappie lake that I fished, and every big walleye lake that I fished has one thing in common. Preach. Muskies. Amen. 
I'm right? telling you, I, it, hey, it's a fact. I mean, know, it, it, that's the thing that kills me about this whole let's, you know, don't stock muskies things. Where is your actual science that proves, and that's actually why I have this shirt on, not why I'm wearing it, but why I have this shirt, is I'm going to interview these guys about it. Um, where is your actual science that proves that muskies are bad? For bodies of water, right? And I where mean, where is it? And it, if the DNR has been doing things in the last couple of years to uh, regulate northern pike, they want to grow yeah. bigger pike. What do big pike lakes have in common? They have muskies in them, right? You know, I you have apex predators, you know, yeah. eating the little annoying bully right. on the block, right? You know, which is what northern pike are. Yeah, they're they're fantastic fish. Mm. I, I love mm. pike fishing. I, mm. you know, I I can. I can entertain myself catching, you know, five-inch sunfish off the dock, you know. So, oh yeah, I, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't I, matter to I me. I post what pictures I, what I'm of catching. me. Oh, absolutely. Three-inch perch. I'll put a picture right. on Facebook. I don't care. Right. I'm not, I don't take myself serious. No. The hell do I, I care? It's a fish. I'm out having fun. Exactly. Don't like it. Don't care. Right. Laugh at me. I don't so, care. I catch. Know, I catch nothing but giants. Right. Yeah, I'm not, I've seen I'm, your. I've seen your photos. Giants. Everything's big. Huge. Yeah. Huge. I know how to catch fish. Well, it really helps to have a good camera guy too. I, I've learned that. You just, know? just long arms. <laughs> right. And a fisheye lens. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And knowing how to fish, how to hold the fish properly so well, you can yeah, put that, that belly go. down a little bit. Yeah. And hide the third finger so it looks like you got four, but not really five, but six. Right. I don't know. I post all sorts of pictures because I don't care. It doesn't yeah. have to be a big fish. No. I'm out having fun promoting fishing. Well, you know, it's I'm I, not I, the kind of guy that, oh, if it's not a big one, I don't want to post a picture of it. Well, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay, then that means you're not catching anything then. Last year, I, I, I took my my 74 year old mom out uh, for Mother's Day fishing, and we had a blast. We probably didn't catch a walleye bigger than 20 inches, but I got some photos of her that I'm going to have for a lifetime. You oh, know, yeah. and I mean, she's oh, got yeah. a smile on her face like you wouldn't believe. You know, oh, so yeah. I mean, that was really cool. Heck, I've caught minnows before, like shiners and whatnot on Malax. I posted pictures of them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm catching shiners out here. And I like started targeting them because nothing else was around. So I'm like, screw it. I'm gonna see how many shiners I can catch. I'm out there catching shiners. Everybody said, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm catching fish. You are not. You're going for perch. I'm going for shiners. So far, I've got you six nothing. So pay up. Right. First <laughs> yeah. biggest most, right? Right. First biggest. So far, I'm up like fifteen dollars. So. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just fun. Right. Doesn't matter. You don't have to just be a. You know. I think that's you know. So many people these days are taking themselves so serious. Right. I, so I, serious. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, there's a time for it a little bit here and there, but I mean, I, you well, know. Yeah. I mean, you want to get your pretty pictures for your pro staffs and your sponsorships right. and blah, blah. We get it. Right. I, I try to do the same thing. I'm not as good as some people because I don't know how to catch any fish. Just ask Facebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just hang on, have fun, catch fish. Right. Just go catch fish and right. take pictures. You don't, yeah. you can, you can, it's okay. Just take a picture with a six inch bluegill. Right. Or, Absolutely. Or at that point, they're only called sunfish, right? Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, getting back to, I mean, most lakes have some sort of aquatic invasive in them. Right. You know, yep. um, whether they're acknowledged by the Department of Natural Resources or not, I would mm -hmm. vastly say that a majority of the lakes do have something in them. So that's where, you know, we got to do our job, you know, but I don't need a lake association or a basically a Wright County ordinance to tell me right. to inspect my boat. Here's a question too. Some of these invasives that we're finding, are we only finding it because we're more aware and we're looking for them? 
Kind of well, like the CWD thing with deer? I, I think it is. I, I mm-hmm. think a lot of it like is Nobody like knew that. that that was milfoil or star stonewort, and it's been there for 20 years. Right, and and I think some of it is nowadays, you know, where, where people will get, like, permits and stuff like that to renovate their, their lake frontage and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe it has some rock rubble and stuff like that. And now, you know, little Jimmy goes out there and he cuts his foot on these like little crustaceans mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my, there's zebra mussels now in the lake. Well, we can't swim here now anymore. Right. Cause they don't check every single lake every year. No. I mean, they can't. They, they can't. It's impossible. It's, yeah. It's impossible. Right. That's like the Red Lake this year. They found zebras. Well, they didn't even find zebras. They found oh, the, larva, the right? larvae right, right, right. in a sample, right. which means there's zebra mussels in there. I mean, you know, be real about it. Right. But it's like, okay, so how? when was the last time they checked Red Lake? Did they check it every I don't know. I'm just asking. Right. Like, legitimately asking. I don't know. You know, but do they check every other body of water Yeah, I, every single year? They can't. That's 11,000 samples a year. Right. I doubt it. Right. So, although and, I guess the, the more lakes that get it, the less lakes you have to check for it. <laughs> Here is that. Yeah, you know, and again, you know, like if you go by this whole, like what I said earlier, guilt by association. Yeah. Yep. You know, like in the in Wright County, you you have what I I've often referred to, like in some of the things that I've written about, is like the Clearwater watershed. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of the lakes that are connected to Clearwater via river and whatnot that feed into some of these core lakes, Sugar Lake. Clearwater Lake, obviously, which isn't in the program, but, you know, Cedar Lake, Sylvia Twin, you know, John Lake, you you have all these other things that go elsewhere. Right. And when is it going to show up there? You know, and when is it going to show up here? Mm -hmm. You know, it's a matter of time because we've seen that with what happened in the shipping industry, you know, from everything pretty much has started Lake Superior, yep, yep, getting yep. into the tributaries, going into the Mississippi, and then it goes offshoot right. from there. Yeah, this is just the, like I was telling you earlier, this is like my Malax 2.0. Right. Like, but I mean, we're trying is, to, yeah, you know. I mean, it, the, the point of this was, for me, was to get this information out there because right. I found out about it on a fluke. Somebody shared a post from the Facebook group right. that's dedicated to it. And I just happened to see it scrolling by one day, and I'm like, wait a minute, what's this? And then I joined the group just to see, because I'm like, well, I fish some of those lakes in Wright County. And then, you know, I started reading the stuff, and I'm like, what in the world? So then I was actually going to contact some, try to get a hold of somebody, whether it was somebody on, the tough thing is, is like, who's the one making these decisions? Who's in charge? So who would I even want to talk to about, you know, why are you doing this? Because you've got the lake owners, you got the people on the councils, or right, right county board. Yeah, yeah. It's like, who do I even talk to on that side of it? Right. And then I ran into you at the sports show, and I'm like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? And then we start talking about this, that, and the other. So, right. You know, for me, it was let's just get this out into the public as much as we possibly can, so people at least are oh, even if it goes through, let's say it goes through, boom, done. We've got now ten lakes or whatever it is. At least they know. Now what to expect? Right, and you got to go get your boat checked. Otherwise, a grand. Yeah, a grand. Jesus. You know, and and this is you know you brought up the the Northwest Sports Show. I think I, mean, I can get caught with a dime bag of weed and not get that big of a prob- fine. Probably, and that's like illegal as hell. <laughs> right now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like getting thrown in jail. Not right. There's get a weed on your boat. <laughs> right. Jesus. So, and we were talking about the sportsman show. You know, one interesting group that was there that was probably the most popular booth that I I thought anyway was Minfish. 
Yes, Minfish. Minfish. We will be. Uh, I, I'm in contact with those guys. I'm gonna try to get as many of them on as I can, as often as I can. They are now. We now. The problem is, is Minnesota. We've got Ducks Unlimited. We've got you know the National Turkey Federations and all Minnesota this stuff. Deer Hunters. Deer Hunters. Yep. We've got voices for those types of things. Advocates. Yes. You know, to Minis- fishing. Minnesota is Minnesota's fishing, and we never we don't have a single voice for fishermen. We've got the muskie groups. We've got the pike groups. We've got the bass groups. They've all got their own agendas. Whether you like them or not, whatever. Right. Good, bad, sideways, who cares? We don't have one group that is speaking for fishermen and, right. and women, and, too, of course. You know, But fishermen as a whole. And, and helping us with issues like yes. what is in Wright County. Yep. That's not their main focus, but that is something that, you know, if enough people, well, not if, oh, enough people have joined, I mean, we're going to have a voice yes. in the legislature, you know, so... Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's advocating for us, you right. know, and, and helping grow because, you know, license sales in the last decade have gone down. Way down, way down. You know, down. yet Minnesota, I think if I remember talking to uh, Mr. Chip Weir said uh, the fishing industry in Minnesota is like $4.3 billion mm-hmm. and like $271 million of that is tax revenue. Right. And where does well, that, that where does that, that go? That's not going back into our stocking programs. Right. That's not going back into fighting AIS and maybe yep. getting a couple yep. of these uh, uh, stations, you know, decontamination stations in Wright County. Yep. Hey, if gas so, taxes are going towards roads, supposedly, hashtag air quotes. Um, why don't the fishing <laughs> tackle and all this stuff? Why doesn't that go back into fishing? A- absolutely. Ooh, just thought. You so know, M, it's it's M N hyphen fish. Um, I mean, some of the people that are involved in it, Ron Shera, Chip Lear, Babe Winkleman. Al Linder. Al Linder. I mean, it's it's crazy, the people. Yeah. I heard about it, like, the week before. I went and looked at it, and once I saw the people that are, like, on the boards and involved, and then I saw the companies that are involved and have the back of this, it is basically every big brand. Absolutely. There is and growing and growing right um has has this here and here's the thing they have ways you can pay to be a member yes there's sponsorship levels yes there is a free membership for two years yep go sign up for that absolutely cost you nothing nothing. i signed up for that one to begin with they didn't even email me back perfect right so you're not gonna get bugged right you might get a newsletter i'm guessing here and there whatever but go sign up for free because if we can get what do we have? How many fishermen do we have in the state? It's like a million or two or something or four, whatever it is, a million. We'll say a million people. If we can get 500,000 people to sign up for this, that group automatically has legitimacy. Yeah. Because they can walk in and we have 4, mem- 400,000 members here. You need to listen to us. Right. Yeah, I think it was quite a bit more than that, actually. But yeah, whatever it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. But I'm just saying, if we only get, you know, if we get 400,000 in the first year. That's right. crazy numbers. Oh, That's absolutely. crazy numbers. Absolutely. There's no, and, it, and there's no reason not to. It, it doesn't cost you nothing. No. And and, and, and it's for fishing. This is going to grow. You know, oh, yes. and, and this yes. is going to be a voice, and this is going to be something that will help, um, you know, maybe co-mingle 
uh, with these lake associations and stuff yeah. like that, you know, give them other avenues instead of putting the crimp on, you know, sportsmen, showing them other right. ways, you know, like get a decontamination site at the access. Yes, we can have a high school angling event here and everybody can be happy, happy. Yep. yep. You know, I mean that. Yeah, we got no problem checking our boats and cleaning our boats. No. I don't care. I, absolutely. I, mean, I, I want to have my boat clean anyway. Right. <laughs> Especially right. My, my new boat. <laughs> Do you guys see my new boat? See my new boat? I'm happy. I'm proud. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so MN fish, MN hyphen hyphen dash whatever you want to call it the one that looks like a negative sign fish they're on facebook they got the website and all that stuff sign up sign up for the free one you don't yep. they don't care if you spend money we just need numbers numbers of people behind it right now so, yeah and I, I haven't heard how many signed up at at the the sports show or anything like that but i that booth um was absolutely packed packed all weekend <laughs> yeah. all weekend i kept i wanted to get over there and do some video right you know, do the whole hey you know i'm here with that da, 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 go ahead and do it but every time i went around the corner i looked and i go nah i'm good i'll let them i'll let them do their thing <laughs> right i'll sit down with them later yeah so Yep. Yeah, no. So check it out. MN-Fish. Hyphen Fish. Yeah. April's getting busy, isn't it? I mean, I, I'm like, I, I'm waiting for my new boat. I get it here oh, at the yeah. end of the oh, month. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We got well, all actually, kinds of this stuff going on. Well, I mean, my April's actually not. Wait. Yeah, there goes the postman. No, yeah, my April's busy. Never mind. Yeah. I, my weekends are actually pretty, uh, pretty slow. Well, you're lucky. Yeah. Until the 26th. So I got the next three weekends to not do much. I'll probably be at Thorn Brothers on uh, next, not this coming weekend, but next weekend. So. Yeah. And then are, are you going to be up at the Minnesota Fishing Hall of Fame? I will deal be there. Friday, I'll be up I there, too. I will be there, too. Yeah, I was going to ask evening, you about that. Evening yep. with the pros up there. Yep. Let me see. So, let me see. I just got to make sure. Let me see. When is this one coming out? So I got Kyle coming out. So this 15th. So actually, we would have already been there. When this episode comes out, <laughs> yeah, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to take like a video, right? You know? hey. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, that uh, hope. Hey, hopefully, we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. Well, you know, because I do the the Master Angler uh, Award and all that stuff, and right. So yeah, check them out. Head up there. Yeah, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that that's another good thing. You mentioned the Master Angler Award. I had, I don't know, probably. A half a dozen people that I fished with this year that, you know, qualified for the Master Angler Award. Well, you, you know, I'm going fishing with you. No, I, I mean, you know, it was like I, I had some family. You know that, you know that they're not going to count walleyes on Mille Lacs, right? Oh, then I had zero. <laughs> <laughs> or Lake of the Woods. Yeah. But, no, so... I, I had some family up from Alabama, and they're uh, the kids that went with me are both uh, in the Alabama High School Fishing League. Yeah. They hadn't seen many walleyes, oh, and really? yeah, and so well, I, I suppose yeah, they don't. I don't think they have walleyes south of what? Right, Iowa. But but so I had to make a concession with them. I had to go fish smallmouth bass for a half a day. Oh, poor you. Yeah, right. And, so you and, went to the same lake. Exactly. Over there. Right. And smallmouth over there. Right. So <laughs> hanging out in the same rock pile. And and we did catch. We caught. One master angler smallmouth bass, and we nice. ended up getting the uh, the kids both got two master angler walleyes. Perfect. You know, and they 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 do a nice job. You get a nice little certificate and stuff. Yep. They get some recognition. It's a great deal for kids, young and old. I, yep. My mom got yep. one with me on uh, that same lake. Oh but, really? Yeah, she got she got a twenty eight and a half inch walleye this year. Well, what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to look and see if I can find your mom. North End. Uh, no, uh, in the master angler list. Oh yeah, yeah for the, she's for up the there. Whole yeah. yeah, yeah. Same last name. Yeah. Okay. Same last name. Yep. I'll look for it. And if I can find her, she will be today's master angler. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. You know, cool. I do that whole deal. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I'll see if I can find her name. It was last year? Uh, this past year, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll see. So, yep. hopefully. So, if you're listening to this by now, either you already know that I found her or I didn't. So. Okay. <laughs> but I'll try to find her. But, no, that's a, it's a great little program. I've, yeah. I've enjoyed doing it, you know, uh, with the, the anglers that I have in my boat, you know. Yeah. And... I actually, I, I've went to the website and I've printed out and I've laminated the sheets. So like, I know like, I still have to do that for mine. So I, I know yeah. what I have to, uh, you know, look for Like when I have somebody out, you know, and, and I, t- oh, I, you mean the actual list of, yeah, of, the, of the qualifiers? Side, yeah. Oh, I got it on my phone. Yeah. Okay. I just keep it on my phone. Now it's like, oh, yep. No, no. And then I had a, a, a Vietnam vet, uh, was in the army for 26 years that, uh, fished with me last year. And, uh, we weren't on Mille but he got a qualifying fish, um, that was, you know, like a 27 inch walleye. So nice. that, that was kind of a cool little deal, you know? Nice. So they do a nice job, get a nice little certificate there. And yeah, it's fun. Well, it's just, and it's kind of neat to, you know, get all the different fish, you know, and well, Patrick, uh, from the broken line podcast, he went out specifically one day to get the rock bass master angler. Oh, really? And it was like right away the first one he caught was like eleven or whatever it was. I just watched the video the other day on his on his uh, Minnesota Chomp uh, YouTube page, and it was like the first fish he caught. Boom! Well, I got that done. All right, let's see if we can get some bigger ones. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, it's, it's all sorts of stuff. So you know, stack up those those certificates. Well, you, right. know, you you know what my goal is right for this year. You want to do like uh, hit the home run or something like that? Go yeah, for the, the cycle. The Grandmaster, yep. which is five, right? In one day. In one day. One day. What lake are you going to? I don't know. I'm thinking Mille Lacs, but I'm not sure. And I know it's somewhat cheating by going to Mille Lacs, but hey, do it, you know. I tell you from uh, pre-fishing I and stuff. walleye. Right. Both, both bass. Get a crappie. Maybe run into a big pike or a muskie. Yeah. Or whatever else is out there. Who knows? Tell you what, a uh, lake that uh, what might happen? fishing on the AIM series, uh, <laughs> Leech Lake. Dang, does that thing have some big rock bass in. We got a few of them trolling. Really? <laughs> yeah, we got some giants. Hmm. I want, to, I want the state record rock bass. It's only like two pounds. Yeah. I, for some reason, I don't know why I want my, I, I just want that record just because nobody else cares about it. You know, <laughs> my name will be on there forever. Potato Lake in, uh, up by Park Rapids. That's another lake that's got some giant rock bass really? in it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I've got a few of them up there. Well, if I ever do break the state record, I'm lying. <laughs> I'm not telling anybody where I caught stuff. No. Pelican Lake, right? Or they're all going to be Long Pelican. Lake or no, Pelican and Annandale. <laughs> or where, yeah, Annandale. No, they're all in Moore Lake and Fridley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I caught that muskie, more lake. Yeah. I'll super I'll Photoshop the, the holiday gas station behind it. Right. Like, See, look, it's the holiday. Yeah. Yeah, there's the flags on the corner. Perfect. Anyway, you got anything? Well, how long have I been going? I don't even know. How long does this thing say? Hour and a half. Wow. It's not bad. There goes. You sit down, you talk. Right. And you just It's a nice you day. Just, you just lose it. Yeah. And yeah, whatever. My wife in there, she's going through my mail. Get out of my mail. It's all your bills for your uh, Northland tackle. No, I get I get You kidding me? I'm such a big timer. I get everything for free. Wow. Everything. Every year they send me everything they make for free. Dang. I got to <laughs> hang out with you for more often. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <clears throat> Anywho, so what else we got? Anything else you want to? I'm ready pimp, for open, promote. I'm meeting. ready for open water. Um, yeah, we're sitting in my boat. Yes, so am I. No, I mean we've talked about. What was the, that? What was that fishing vets thing you were talking about? Are you doing that again? 
Uh, um, tro- trolling for troops? Yeah, trolling for yeah. troops, yep. No, I, I got involved uh, this past year, actually, with uh, American Heroes Outdoors. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to be doing a lot more uh, veteran stuff because it's a, it's a passion of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. I lost my dad. It'll be five years ago, actually, in a couple of days here. Um, and my dad was a, a Vietnam vet, did two tours over there. And um, it's just something that has really been more heavy on my heart than a lot of other things that I've been, you know, involved with that kind of been what I would call distractions and stuff, you know, so I've kind of really kind of recommitted myself pulling back from uh, doing some tournament fishing and stuff. And I'm going to do more veteran focused stuff. Um, I'm going to fish a few tournaments here and there, but I'm just going to kind of cherry pick some stuff, you know, fishing aim this year. I'm going to pop into probably two events, Leech Lake and Mille Lacs. Maybe. You heard it here first, people. No, I, Surprise. I, one, Leech, one, Lake and, Leech Lake and Mille Lacs will one, have 100 one, boats in them again. One of them is going to be Vermilion, though. Oh, I, I, Vermilion. Yeah, I want to go that's my, that's my property up there. You know, I I, oh. I own property up by Orr, so Vermilion, I, ha- I have a good cousin of mine that uh, helped uh, Doug and I pre-fish the last time that we yeah. were up there and for the state championship, and we did pretty solid there for not really spending a whole lot of time on the lake. But, no, I'm going to get involved uh, more with uh, – American Heroes Outdoors and uh, be doing some more veteran things, uh, trolling for troops. I'm trying to work in uh, the Daniel Drevnik uh, Memorial Tournament that's down in Red Wing this year. Uh, it's kind of bounced. Heard of that it's, one yet. it's bounced around. Um, well, the Daniel Daniel Drevnik uh, was a soldier. He was going into law enforcement. Um, he was killed by an RPG that came into their compound. Um, and uh, I got involved because I, I knew him a little bit, but uh, more so I knew his dad, Ken. Uh, Ken and I both drag race. And so I, I've known, you know, the Drevnik family for probably mm-hmm. close to 25 years. And they got involved and they wanted to do uh, some kind of charity event to raise money for scholarships for uh law enforcement officers that are in the military because Ken is uh, was a former he's retired now a uh, sheriff Mm -hmm. and um, his son uh, who was killed over in Iraq uh, was an MP going into law enforcement and uh, they they have a basically a charity tournament it's a both walleye tournament and bass tournament you select which one you want to fish in oh okay Um, can you Select it when you come back into the weigh-in, no, or do you have no, to select beforehand? You have to select. Oh, okay. be, uh, you can okay. go pretty much right up to the meeting. Yeah. You know, um, they do a great job. It's uh, they have a big fundraiser there. They get a lot of good charitable events and or uh, donations and stuff. Um, but th- this event, it's. Uh, both walleye division and bass division. I thought that was a deer coming around. I, the I did too. I was like, get a boa, but no, no it's, it's a big my dog. I got a greyhound. If I know, nobody knows this yet. I got a greyhound and she's tan. She's, yeah, you know, like it's a deer big, color. That's a big dog. I thought that was a. I thought that was a deer. A little skinny in the chops, but that's a good dog. Well, she's fast. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the, yeah. the Drevnik Memorial um, tournaments was held on lakes in the past. It was on Gull Lake. It's been on the Lahamadu chain. And now this year, uh, we're going out of uh, Treasure Island. We're going to fish uh, Pool 4, including okay. Lake Pepin. Um, I think if I remember right, the date is like the 25th, 26th of August. I know it's later in the year. Um, I'll be up at uh, Lake Winnebagoshish the week prior to that. Uh with uh, Colonel Scott St. Sauber for American Heroes Outdoors. We're uh, 
guiding, uh, well, there's several of us, uh, guiding uh, disabled vets out of Colquet. Nice. Uh, so that's a two-day deal up there out of High Banks Resort. So I'm going to be busy this summer. Yeah, no you know, doubt. I'm going to pop in uh, to a tournament or two when I can, you know, but um, just kind of going a little bit of a different direction for a little bit. Nice. Hey. I fished the aim for three years. I'm like, you know what? It was a lot of money and a lot of time. I think I need to take some time off. Just go fish, have fun. Right. You know, get my boat, all that stuff. Maybe get back into it, you know. But, right. yeah, I'll fish the teen challenge, and I'll fish this one and that one. Just a couple here and there, bass one, maybe a walleye one, crappie one, whatever. Right. Just go out and have fun. Right. You know, three years, it, it was... Well, it's it was, a grind. It was I fun, mean, but it, well, it's, it's definitely... I was not expecting what it was <laughs> no and i mean yeah i mean you tournament know. fishing is great i mean i've oh, made yeah. some phenomenal friends um but it is a grind oh yeah you know i mean yep. you know and if you're gonna be serious like i know you and i are about it i mean you're gonna spend probably tuesday wednesday at, at least starting to pre-fish for a lot of the events you know for a well, one-day event that's held on a sunday yeah you know? so it's a lot of it's a big time commitment you yep. know and it's a big money commitment because you know, for us, I mean, most of the lakes are, you know, a good, you know, two, three hours away. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, you know, we're driving a little bit. So, and, you know, the hotel costs and. Yeah. So, yeah, right. you know, I mean, we, we were using a camper, but still. Right. It's, you know, hundred bucks a weekend or whatever. And then you've got food. Yeah. I, I, got... I spent like almost a hundred bucks at uh, ice cream cones at the Y store when we were on Vermilion. <laughs> that I place stayed, was phenomenal. I stayed away from the ice cream cones. I'm glad you didn't tell me about oh, that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you ever go up on Lake Vermilion, uh, yeah. Fortune Bay, especially if you're there, because it's really close there's a store called the y store really close to there they they have everything bait tackle little mom and pop gas station but they have Did I know about this they have the best ice cream mm. for like three bucks and you get really? like a quadruple scoop like you're like oh my gosh is this amazing thanks gonna... thanks for bringing me a cone last year <laughs> right? thanks jerk anyway <laughs> yeah Right. No, I mean tournament fishing is fun. It's a it, it's a grind though, and it's not cheap. It's not. I think we talked about this. Me and Kyle Manifel, mm -hmm. um, I don't know the second podcast. I think it was, and it's all, it was not what I expected. You know, right. especially when they kind of build it as the working man's tournament. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I show up, and it's like, oh my god, I'm fishing against you know professional fishermen. Right. Like, holy crap, what did I get myself into? Right. But I had a ball. I learned how to fit. I learned how to catch walleyes. Right. You know, you know and whether or not, Chris, you, Chris, you believe me or not, I can catch a walleye or two. Well, the the thing that I really liked about it, I mean, I was a fairly decent walleye angler, but some of the tricks and techniques and just the, the little things yes. that can make a big difference is mm -hmm. what I've taken away for it in my time so far, you mm -hmm. know? Um, you know everything from a different color bead on your like Lindy rig, or to oh yeah, you know probably one of the best jig and wrap fishermen I know is um, you know my partner Doug Robinson. You know, and and when Doug and I fished the Aim and and Walleye Dance tournament, Doug has got a just a knack or a gift or something like that for the basically the cadence that you know a jig and wrap needs yep. to be worked. And I can fish them, you know, but I can't catch. I nothing. No, with them I, damn I'm, I, I'll, I'll drag around a big creek chub <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. like that. I can do that pretty good, but uh, I, I catch little tiny crappies on. Right. Yeah. Of course, the Northland tackle puppet minnow is what I use. Yes. Of course. That one that they have that looks like a, a red tail. I can't remember what they they call that. I think this isn't it called red chub or something. Maybe red something tail? like that. Yeah. If, if you if you fish that uh, event on Gull Lake, don't use any of them. No. No. Okay. No. Just don't. 
especially the larger okay, ones. Hold on, let me put this down on my phone. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see who. I gotta check one thing here. Who is it? Oh, never mind. Anyway, you so just yeah, placed your order, didn't you? <laughs> hey, Kyle, send me a bunch of this stuff here. Right? Thank you, Kyle Waterman. How are you doing, yes, Kyle? Big shout out to Kyle Waterman, Sam Larson, and everybody else at Northland Fishing Tackle. Northland Fish and Tackle, fisherman's favorite. Yep. The fisherman's favorite. Yes, it twice. Well, no, I was waiting for you. Oh, I, oh. we were doing it in a oh, round. Right. One and a two and a one, two, three. Northland fish and tackle. The fisherman's favorite. The fisherman's favorite. All right. So before we completely lose um, our minds, you got a, any sort of like wild game recipe for us? Wild game recipe. Yeah. yeah. Got a wild game recipe. Boy, I you know I fish, I, deer, anything like that. I'm a pretty good crock pot cooker. I okay. I, I got the, what you got for us. I don't know I, if I I'd like to end the show on a recipe if you, if people have them. On a recipe, well, yeah. typically like what I you know I do some pheasant hunting and stuff. A lot of it mostly at a game farm, you know, just because I like to go and know that there's birds out there. You well, know, there so, is that. Um, you know, I breast out the pheasant and uh, cream of mushroom soup. Some uh, net lake wild rice that I get from a neighbor of mine up on uh, the deer hunting property up north. And, uh, you know, mix up some veggies and just put it in a slow cooker. And what I think is, I don't know about a little secret or anything like that, I put Italian seasoning in there. Really? You know, just like, you know, Italian seasoning yep. up on yep, top. Yep, yep. And, uh, boy, that turns out pretty good. And I don't really have too many complaints on that. Nice. Yeah. How long do you let it cook for? I usually put it in in the morning, and, you know, it's ready by 4 o'clock, you know, so when I get home. Put her on low and let her... Low and slow. Nice. You know? Um, that sounds well, good. One of, one of my favorite things to do is smoke fish. You know, I, I, I won a smoker a couple of years ago at a tournament. And you and didn't bring any smoked fish? I didn't. No, I didn't. What is this? Attention future guests. <laughs> bring food. If you're going to talk about things like smoked fish and jerky and right. stuff like that, bring some. No, I have, a, I have a really good brine recipe, and it, it's gotten to the point where I've actually started you know, selling some salmon during the holidays, like Christmas. Yeah. Like this past year, I smoked 42 pounds of salmon. I didn't get any. I know. You didn't buy any. You didn't tell me it was for sale. <laughs> well, check my Facebook page. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, no, um, you know, the, it, it's a smoking fish I yeah. and, and you know ribs and stuff like that um that's a a good uh, little fun hobby you know yeah. it kind of makes people happy i mean who, nobody's gonna be sad you know no eating food and especially no. smoked food and everybody loves put some barbecue sauce something. on it yeah you yeah. know i've i've kind of experimented i kind of cheated a little bit a, a drag racing buddy of mine has actually won some competitions with some of his barbecue stuff and he gave me a couple rub recipes of his oh, you know yeah. yeah i can't disclose that but there's mustard involved and you know, some it's like, like it's like the fishing right. stuff. You don't want to use this there, but right. yeah, there's mustard and there's this and there's right. that. But don't tell anybody. It's just how much of it is. Don't you know, worry, your secret is safe with right. my three my three listeners. Right. <laughs> I figure if I make fun of myself enough, people will catch on and no, start I, listening more. I've I've gone so, back and probably caught I don't know probably four or five shows. Nice. No, so I've only got twenty three now. But thanks for listening to the four or five. Well, hey, start catching up faster. <laughs> jerk <laughs> way to not be back on the show travis yeah yeah at least lie to me and say oh i've listened to them all yeah dear future guests just lie to me and tell me you've listened to them all i know you're lying but it makes me feel good anyway 
All right, sir. So any, any want to shout out some companies or anything like that? I don't care. Well, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm uh, patiently waiting my new Alumacraft. So they're mm-hmm. all, you know, and uh, uh, with that, I did sign a contract this year with Evinrude. So I'm going to be running a new G2 on the, the boat. Um, it is going to have uh, a partial wrap done to it to kind of. Ooh, you fancy. It's going to be uh, kind of a American Heroes Outdoors theme. It's going nice. to kind of look like a. Uh, the old A6s, my dad worked and flew in the A6s, so that you know how they had the kind of the shark's teeth on it, yeah. you know. So it's gonna have oh, like really? the shark, yeah. So, uh, nice, yeah. And don't, don't start playing baby shark or anything like that when you see me, you know, baby shark, it's gonna look pretty cool. It's gonna have the power pole on the back, the the uh. Uh, cowls on, you know, Evan Rude, they have all the different colors and stuff right, that right. you can change. They're going to kind of custom do one for me that's going to be a uh, red, white, and blue American flag. Nice. So it, it sitting in the water, the boat's going to be uh, black and gray, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of going to look like a fighter jet. So that's kind of the whole theme. So, yeah, if you see a, a fighter jet kind of looking boat flying around out of Malax Lake, uh, that's going to be me. That's or cool. any other lake, that's, that's probably cool. going to be me, because I don't think anybody else is going to have that wrap, you know? so No, I don't think so. Um, I'm going to bring that as soon as I get the boat uh, late April here. You know, it's going to get rigged up at Westry's, and uh, then I'm going to uh, run it up to uh, Brainerd Signs, get the wrap done to it, and uh, drag it back over to uh, Airwave, get some pedestals in there for the vets and stuff and myself, and uh, be ready to go fishing here probably, I'm hoping, the first week of May. Perfect. Man. So, Right on. All right, sir. Thank you very much no, for no, having I, me on I here. Appreciate, I appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll have, hey, you want to come back on? Let me know. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out if we've got something to talk about here. Hopefully some Fish, fishing here pretty fishing, quick. Fishing? Yeah. I don't know. Hunting? Doesn't right. matter. Out camping? I don't care. Yeah. Just no. come ramble on about random stuff? Right. Yeah, we can, I don't care. Hey, we can even go through this uh, inspection if you want. Uh, we're on Wright County. I've gone through them a couple times. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. It's, uh, it means, well, I'm sure I'll end up going through it at one point or another. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, where, is there anywhere people can go, just wrapping up here, where they can go to get, like, all the details on this easily or is that still all a work in progress it, it, it's still a, it's still a work in progress okay. i mean there there is uh you know if you search on facebook there's a group uh wright county water association you know inspection type mm-hmm. thing um uh other than that you can contact wright county um okay. some stuff I, right now i mean this thing has got enough momentum um you know you can go google and just write county lakes and it'll pop up you know with inspection and stuff like that so um it's definitely something that is on the radar gaining attention i don't know if it's necessarily good attention you know to to have these lake associations have this much power over the general public and you know people like you and i (laughs) that pay the taxes for these public accesses but uh, it is what it is and right now we're gonna have to deal with it and hopefully uh the dnr squashes the uh, annexation of these other six lakes that they want to get on there and we just have to contend with the three right now that are in this pilot program until they really prove uh that this is a success you know and right now with pleasant lake gaining starry stormwort when it was one of the lakes that were on the initial inspection i don't know that they can even remotely <laughs> say that this thing was successful so um and Government is kind of funny at times, you know. I, I've learned that. I have my my uh, cousin is the county commissioner for Beltrami County, so I I, I get some insight at uh, the deer hunting shack on some of these meetings and stuff, you know. That yeah. uh, it's uh, it's uh, I, I don't even know if I have a word for it, you know. You put I, I government think, in charge uh, of stuff, um, things yeah. get messed up. Yeah. Hey, 
And we'll end it on that. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks to Travis Soroki for coming on and talking about that. And uh, like I said in the beginning, the program was denied. So you don't have to worry about the expansion. I'm not sure if the original three are still uh, still active as far as needing to get checked and whatnot. So double check before you head out onto those lakes. Um, other than that, yeah, make sure you're subscribing, you're liking, you're sharing, going to that Facebook page, all that good stuff. Check out the Minnesota Fishing Museum and Hall of Fame in Little Falls. It is a wonderful time. So, all right, until next time, shoot straight, catch a big one, and we will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.